It's our 2020 Royal Rumble preview and prediction show on the Double Turn Podcast, which starts right now. It is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I don't know about the J-Man, but uh, this is the road to WrestleMania. This is the start of it, at least. Of course, we've only been in the new year for three weeks. It's very exciting that we have the new year, new opportunities in life, and of course, in wrestling. That's what we're here to talk about on the Double Turn Wrestling Podcast. Boss Ross and the J-Man. Royal Rumble time. I love this time of year. J-Man, first of all, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, brother. I, I love this time of year, too. It's uh, it's a beautiful time to be here. It's it's uh, it's it's. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this right now. This Royal Rumble, I. It's one of the biggest toss-ups in a long time, especially on the men's side. This is a Royal Rumble where you don't have penciled in on your paper two guys that can win, because there are so many different possibilities. I almost liken it to a few different years mm-hmm. recently. Where I've thought, you know what? Like five guys can win this. Absolutely. Now, of course, the Royal Rumble over the past couple of years has also had a women's Royal Rumble. We will, of course, talk about that and the rest of the card and the announced entrance as of this show, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, on the women's side, a little on the lacking. I know. It's actually rather depressing how many actual entrants there are right now. I feel like last year's Royal Rumble had a lot more oomph to it. Probably, but that's also because there was a slightly more buildup because I think everybody expected that uh, either Charlotte or somehow Becky was going to win it last year. True, but even then, like, I mean, we were, I mean, you and I have discussed this. We were Not only were we there, but I mean, I'm I'm here to tell you, I thought the Women's Royal Rumble was better than the Men's Royal Rumble last year. I actually feel bad for Houston because they are not getting raw the next night. San Antonio is. Oh, I thought Dallas was. Believe it's San Antonio. Oh, that sucks. But hey, aren't they? Oh, wait, you're right. Yes. Isn't Dallas getting smacked down? I'm Believe sorry. Believe that's correct. What happened to the whole doing it? I don't know. Takeover. Perhaps the whole- there's a conflict of interest with scheduling with like the Rockets. That would make sense, and maybe the Mavs, and obviously the Spurs. That makes yeah. all the sense in the so, world. So I mean, only that's place, the only thing that's not going to matter is Minute Maid. We're talking about NBA franchises, yeah. by the way: Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs. Not all of our wrestling fans watch sports like True we that. do. So I just mentioned True that. that. Um, but I know that we loved going to Raw the Monday after the Royal Rumble. After and this we SmackDown went, was on Tuesday here as well, and NXT Takeover Phoenix also took place at the same. That is arena. correct. So yeah. I mean, Phoenix was just a. Huge event for wrestling, or I should say for WWE wrestling. Absolutely. So. Well, I mean, it's just it's confusing to me because also we just had Survivor Series back in November, and Chicago was the home base for everything. SmackDown took place at the Allstate Arena Sunday or Friday. NXT TakeOver War Games took place Saturday. Survivors took place Sunday. Raw took place in Chicago Monday. It was a full-on takeover. Why do um, I feel like the big show doing a TV promo where he's also repping his appearances on television on USA is coming up? I don't know. That's but that I, joke of the all. Yeah, the, never mind. I did see him. Uh, Went over your head. Was, By the way, we did not. Re- we did not even talk about the Big Show coming back. Oh, oh, I thought we talked about it last week. If we did, it was very brief. I mean, did it really have to go ahead? Did we really? Well, well, it's the Big Show. Well, I'm pretty sure we actually sang "It's the Big Slow" twice. 
That's so awesome. So we did discuss it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just want to make sure we were covering our bases. Yeah, because we talked about he's been wrestling for four decades. Along the lines of covering our bases, we are on lots of different platforms, including yes. our social media and where you, where you can find this show. So let's first go over our uh, Instagrams. It, of course, is the Double Turn Podcast on Instagram. One and only JMan19, Ross the Robots 85. I am still going to rep my Twitter for as long as I rep it. I don't care. It's Boss Ross TDT, everybody. Not here to judge you today. And then our show you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, and there's one I'm missing. The Anchor app, and then there's also CastBox and Pocket Cast. But I'm so freaking proud of you right now for mentioning. I'm all getting of them better the at this, ladies dude, and gentlemen. He did it off the top of the dome. I'm getting better. What can I so say? So proud of you, dude. It was about time. Year and a half we've been now doing this. on a on a somber note because we should mention it before we get into the festivities of. Uh, well, let's be honest. We do love our preview and prediction shows and our review shows. Yes, we love our right. Re- Actually, we love all of our shows, but we. For me, mm-hmm. I particularly like these shows. Preview shows are the bomb. I love them. Yeah. Especially since it's a new year. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, um, Rocky Johnson passed away. Um, and of course, as everybody knows, well, he's related to The Rock. He's The Rock's dad. He is. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. But you know what? The biggest... It's unfortunate that we always say, oh, The Rock's dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, it's a big deal, and it's mm-hmm. a big thing, and shout out to The Rock, as always, he's one of the goats. But we also have to go ahead and give credit to where credit is due and talk about the fact that Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas were the first ever African-Americans to hold a tag team title story. in World Wrestling Entertainment. Well, actually, the World Wrestling Federation. That right there is the history-making mark, mm-hmm. you know? And th- those men, you talk about breaking barriers, they really did break barriers, they no made doubt. people like Harlem Heat. They made people like the Street Profits are now. The New Day, obviously. Teams that are African-American. And not just t- take away race for a second. They were just a great ta- great babyface tag team. Great babyface old school tag team. Back in the 80s. You know, during the time of like... Vince had just taken over. Mm-hmm. Vince, Vince was, you know, doing his thing. But Vince wasn't what he is now. He just bought his little promotion from his pops and was like, I'm going to go ahead and take over a couple territories and see where this takes me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, part of the assistance that he had was Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson doing their thing. It's your story. You know? So uh, we just got, we, we want to go ahead and take a moment and remember the greatness that is the soul man, Rocky Johnson. Thank you for the memories, sir. You are a very well appreciated human being, not just a wrestler, but just a human being as a whole. We'd like to go ahead and send our thoughts and prayers to, of course, the Rock and the family, Mayavia family, the Johnson family, the whole um, family tree. Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Peter Mayavia actually make him a high chief after? Uh, for I know, think so. I'm pretty sure that that's the case, which is also another breaking of barriers type of thing. I mean, he was an African-American that came into one of the biggest Samoan dynasties of all time. That's a huge thing in itself. Um, so shout out to Rocky Johnson. May you rest in peace, sir. Thank you very much. Did we mention the death of La Parca last week? We did. Okay. We did. Again, again, making sure I cover. Absolutely. I'm I'm making sure I cover my bases because I've been told that, like, we've blatantly missed things on this show before, and I feel bad. Not that it's like a habit. It just happens because there's stuff that we cover and there's stuff Mm -hmm. that we miss. And by the way, I have have no qualms about the fact that we do miss things and we do appreciate feedback. You can, again, hit us up on our Instagram page. Our Instagram page is. Mm -hmm. Now, just hit us up. 
I mean, we've got we've got a nice little following. And it's we, all right. And of course, we're building it. It's growing. And uh, we've got plans for more guests, more podcasts. Which, by the way, we need to uh, reach out to some of those guys. Need to be on their shows as well. Yeah, come and holler at us. Indeed. So, uh, was there anything else that we needed to cover beside before we get into the festivities? Uh, I'm hearing reports of Sylvain Grenier coming back to WWE. Sylvain Grenier. Yep. I'm hearing that. It's coming back. That's what I'm hearing. By the way, there were more reports of uh, Tessa Blanchard and her bullying. I don't really want to get into it, but uh, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Also, uh, did you see the picture I sent you on the Instagram page of the NWA world champion Nick Aldis? Uh, you know, I saw That guy I... looks like a world champion. Yeah, he does. Shout out to Nick Aldis. Shout Heck. out to NWA. They're doing some good stuff oh, right now. NWA power. Yeah. I, I've, I've said this on this show actually several times, whether it's Impact mm-hmm. or NWA power. Oh, you know what? That's a, that's something else I want to mention I, since I just mentioned Impact. Um, I'll get to it here in a second. Give me 30 seconds. Mm. Impact, NWA, New Japan, which uh, Gerard from Through the Table. And Rice uh, Krispie were out there. Uh, thank Both you. Them, yep. I don't want to forget Rice Krispie. You're right. They actually went to Japan. That was awesome. So rad. I saw all the pictures. You guys were awesome in covering that. Mm -hmm. I just want to give them a shout out because they really did a good job with that. They did a fantastic job. Uh, And not everybody gets to do that. Absolutely. Uh, So I want to give them uh, credit. Gerard and uh, Rice Krispie from Through the Table. You can check them out as well. They have a great program. And go listen to that show because that's a bitchin' show. Did you see that uh, Twitch TV banned impact? Did see that. For the Rob Van Dam segment with uh, Katie Forbes and the other gal getting a little promiscuous. Jennifer Barlow, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. Yeah. There was uh, some slippage. Yeah. And uh, they didn't take kindly to it. So Impact no longer on Twitch TV. Now, the segment in itself, I understood what they were trying to do. Probably went a little too far. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, no. Look. As much as we want to say there's a women's evolution going on, how many storylines have they reverted back to where we're right back to where we were? Mandy Rose and the and Jimmy and uh, Naomi last year. Um, I don't know. How about the whole Lana storyline? The whole Lana storyline going on Which right includes now. Liv Morgan, by the way. Yes. I'm just saying. Oh, that's the truth. I'm just saying. Oh, and uh, Carmella and Nikki Bella a couple of years back. True story. This is true. I'm just saying. By the way- the Lana segments are some of the highest rated segments on Raw. I don't, I, I don't, I, listen, she's got a point when she says, y'all are watching me. Don't get mad at me. It's the truth. It's the truth. I'm just saying. Like, you know, I, I was complaining to Raw. I called, I called Ross last night. I said, hey, he listen, it's the go home show for Royal Rumble. Why the hell are Lana, Lashley, Rusev, and Liv Morgan main eventing Monday Night Raw? Because y'all keep watching. That's why. I mean, don't get mad when they're main eventing that show. Y'all keep watching. Y'all go to YouTube. Y'all give it. Y'all give it ten million hits. I don't know what you want me to tell you. And you know what? I'm not. I'm also not going to go ahead and sit here and go ahead and take shots at Liv Morgan and Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley because shout out to them because they're obviously doing a good enough job where we're watching them and Vince is clearly liking what's going on in that ring. Sure. So, mm-hmm. what the hell else do you want? Sorry. I'm just saying. I, By the I'm way, with you. 
there there's there's pitfalls everywhere oh i'm well aware which is why i don't really want to become another one of these podcasts where literally we just complain about everything and i'm not saying we do Mm -hmm. there are lots of things every week that we love and praise and want these things to continue yes i just don't want to give me more randy orton and drew mcintyre please carry on i rest my case yeah i'm just saying like I'm not saying we're devolving into it or trending towards it. I know there are a lot of podcasts out there. All they do is yeah. complain about how bad the product is. I don't want to be that podcast. Right. I don't. You know who I want to give credit to, though? Because Gerard and, and Through the Table, they do this a lot. They love trolling the guys who are hating on WWE. It's my favorite thing that I see over on Through the Table. Like, just the, every single time, shout out to Gerard. The man is a busy Busy man. We're going to have running. to reach out to him again. Seriously. Although I'll tell uh, him next time, no cussing on our show. <laughs> I know, right? Love you, but yeah, I no. just... Uh, no, no. Watch the language. I admitted it was my fault. And not to mention, it's not like we haven't cursed on this show ourselves. Scott uh, Steiner. Well, more anyway. than that, but yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I, By the way, Scott Steiner's back in NWA. He, I know you're excited. It, we actually talked about that mm-hmm. last week as well. Yes. But... um. Good times. It's always funny because there's he, he's always putting up memes of the people who are trashing the WWE, and he just goes off on them because they're stupid. And I agree with him. Mm-hmm. I agree with him 100%. Like, right now, and he's, oh, he, he's in New York. For those of you who don't know where Gerard and Through the Table are located, they're out in New York City. And so out in the subways, man, they're going ahead and tagging the NXT posters saying they're tagging it with, with, with um, spray cans, Ross, mm-hmm. saying AEW, are you elite over the NXT on USA banners? Mm-hmm. Like, get the hell out of here with that. Like, stop. Stupid. I agree. It's so dumb. All right. I'm sorry. AEW is not giving you any money, so why the hell are you complaining? I mean, it is the alternative. I understand that it's the alternative, but, Mm -hmm. like, they're not doing anything. You're giving them money. They're not giving you anything. No, look, I'm not saying, you know, tag stuff in public. I'm, I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying that people were upset at the fact that WWE was the only game in town for the better part of two decades and by the way they weren't but realistically for the most yeah. mo- for, for for most of those two decades they were they were but hey you know what blame that on wcw they went they, they no they... i i blame that on the fact that well yes i do blame wcw for a lot of things i could reference wcw this whole show if i wanted to they didn't have to go ahead and be like oh we're gonna go out of business if we don't beat them like they could have just somebody existed they could have just existed mm-hmm. You know, and just been a cool wrestling program like they were at the beginning. But whatever. I'd say they were cool for the better part of about three years. Yes. And they could have continued to be cool. And then they just decided, uh, whatever. Yeah. That's a whole nother show. I'm telling you, we're going to have to do a separate show just based on... uh, The Monday Night Wars? Maybe not the Monday Night Wars, but just in general, just the different... Like, we may have to spend an episode just on AEW. Uh, yeah, I know. Or you know jo- what the good or- thing is? You know how people always say, oh, I wish we could go ahead and record ourselves talking about these ideas. Mm-hmm. We have 92 different reminders mm-hmm. <laughs> of true. stuff that we discuss. It's true. So there you go. The Royal Rumble of 2020 is emanating from Houston, Texas at the football stadium, right? The baseball stadium. Minute Maid. Oh, it is Minute Maid. You are absolutely correct. Yep. Okay. I actually think the football stadium would have played. I actually think that, actually, I know they would have sold it out. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's WWE. Absolutely. They've been selling out football stadiums for big events yeah, all I mean, the time. Rel- back when it was Reliant, Reliant mm-hmm. held WrestleMania 25. Indeed. Yeah. So Minute Maid. So where yes. the Astros play. That is correct. Okay. The only time that a legitimate event is going to take place in Minute Maid Park this year. 
Let's not go down that road. Take we it. S- we could spend an entire show about uh, baseball. I'm actually, I'm, I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm curious what I'm going to do with my Houston Astros hat. By the way, uh, CP underscore Razor is a uh, listener of this show. Huge Astros fan. Is she really now? She is. Oh, God. Indeed. Look, okay, you know what? CP, listen to your boy really quickly. Oh, boy. Please, I want you to understand this. Oh, I boy. love Carlos Correa. Why did I, I open love this Jose door? Altuve. I love Alex Bregman. Why did I'm I open this so door? so about walking to first base with a bat. Yes. But they're stupid. I'm so mad at them right now, and all three of them probably should get suspended. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I told my friends from Houston, they absolutely need to relinquish the 2017 world title. Absolutely. All right. I'm not saying give it to the Dodgers, but they need to relinquish it. That's, a, that's my take. All right. I knew that was a mistake opening that door. That being hey, said, as soon, I'm just saying. Shout out to Razor. Shout out to Razor. Because she's a proud listener of this show. Hey, she needs to come on. When she moves out of here, please have her come on. It would be a pleasure to have her on. Uh, I think we can make that happen. Excellent. There we go. Good. This show, as of this moment, mm-hmm. has eight has matches. Eight on. matches. Jeez Louise. Now. Is that a bigger card than last year's, Ross? Let me go ahead and take Do I think there may be more matches added on SmackDown? I really hope not. I really hope not. I don't know what other feud they're going to put on this show. Unless they decide that. Like, all the people that I would put in another match, I would just put in the Rumble. Like, all three guys of the OC should just be in the Rumble. Absolutely. Um, I don't need to go ahead and say, like, for example, you know how, like, the... The, the, the Monday Night Messiah guys, which is... Don't get me started on why. Murphy and Rollins are the tag team champions when they have a tag team in their stable. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started down that road. I'm not. Yeah. Murphy and Rollins, first time tagging ever, beat the most dominant tag team on Raw in one night. Didn't uh, this, this is this, what happens when you have the Viking Raiders beat up people that are dressed in baseball outfits for six months, and then you have them actually face off against regular teams, and it's not that special. Just saying, it's it's the end of my soapbox. It's all good. I could go on for an hour. I know you can. Like for example, here's another thing. I don't need Morrison and Miz versus the New Day for the tag team titles at this pay per view. I just don't. As much um, as I'd love to see it, it does not. Like I don't need a ninth. Do I match. need to see Miz and Morrison in the Rumble though? Eh. I think Morrison. I. Uh, yes, you do need to see those two in the Rumble. Ross. Is Miz gonna be uh, number two? Because he started. Somebody else uh, put up a stat that Miz. Mm-hmm. Punk and Ziggler were rotating the number one spot for like six years. That doesn't surprise me it's, at all. It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely, the Miz needs to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, listen, it's, we need to stop taking dumps on Miz. I'm not taking a dump on the Miz. I'm, just saying, I'm saying the wrestling community needs to stop taking a dump on the Miz. No, I'm just saying that occasionally you yeah. need a break from the match. I'm sorry, dude. It's 30 men. And by the way, I, I'm... Honestly, I would much rather see Miz and Morrison tag than see them both in the Rumble, where they're just going to get eliminated anyway. Why know. not just showcase them? But that's that's a ninth ma- Listen, this show is going to go on four hours and 45 minutes. Okay, first of all, there's going to be a pre-show. Don't even get me started, because I know exactly what more than likely the pre-show match is going to be. And it makes me boy! Vomit. It makes me vomit the fact that that's going to be Why? the pre-show match. Because... You're telling me you'd rather put any of those other matches on the pre-show Shorty above G that one? Shorty G and Sheamus should absolutely be on the pre-show. That's what I'm saying. Andrade that- and Carrillo needs to be on the main card. I agree. 
I thought we were talking about the Sheamus match. No, no, no. I'm talking okay. about the fact I guarantee you Carrillo and Andrade are going to be on the pre-show, and it's going to piss me off. All right. So how about we just put Miz and Morrison and, and the New how Day on the, the pre-show? How about the fact that why the hell are we having Shorty G and Sheamus at this pay-per-view anyways? They're both going to be in the Rumble. Because, because Shorty G was cutting a promo, and Sheamus came back and called him short. And it's significant, because apparently that's the whole gimmick. Shorty G, Chad Gable, one of the best wrestlers on this damn in this damn promotion. I, I actually think Shorty G and Sheamus may actually have a good wrestling match. Are you kidding me? They're going to freaking slay it for well, nine minutes. I, mean, I guarantee you. Nine minutes. I'm telling you, they're going to give them nine minutes, and they're going to go ahead and beat the hell out of one another. I'm going to call this right now. Rogue kick, six seconds. Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 28 all over again? Maybe. Except it's at the Royal Rumble pre-show. <laughs> don't say that. I really don't wish that upon Shorty. I don't either. I just know it's WWE and they would yeah. do something like that. All right. As of this moment, mm-hmm. there are eight matches. So yes. if there's a ninth and a tenth match added on SmackDown on Friday, that's not my fault. It's not the J-Man's fault. I'm sick of them booking the day before a pay-per-view. Sick of it. Actually, it's two days. I don't care. Stop booking matches two days before the pay-per-view. Mad. You would have thought they would have learned their... their no, their, they don't learn because they don't the listen. They Just book stuff a week out and then rep all of it in the week to Actually, the lead up what? of the pay-per-view of the go-home show. But I will say this. This is why I love After the Bell. Because Corey do, Graves is completely unfiltered. Completely unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally works for the company, but he gives zero Fs, and it's fantastic. Great shout out to Corey Graves. That man is a treasure when he's not talking about Mauro Ronaldo. Oh Lord! But not, other than that, he is a treasure. That road. He's an absolute treasure. Shout out to him to Car- and Carmela. I've you know how many I've been told. I know the amount of people that I give shout outs in the world. A lot. They of them. deserve it. They deserve it. Okay. If you get a shout out from me, you more than likely deserve it. Probably. If you don't. It's not that I don't love you. Actually, maybe. I mean, well, yeah, okay. maybe, but yeah. although I will say this, mm-hmm. my wife, her birthday is this month or next month. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my wife. Do you, do, do, do you celebrate a birthday month in your household? Well, she did that for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that makes that better. It's her 30th. Okay. So your birthday is one day. Ross. Mm-hmm. Don't. It's a don't. It's one day. She is, hey. You do what you is, want. I know, I know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is she is <laughs> one of the executive producers of this show. I'm, she deserves our love. <laughs> you do whatever you want. I know, I know. Okay? I'm but just at saying. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, let's be honest. Shout out to my wife. She's awesome. Happy birthday, my queen. I'm ready. You ready, Are girl? you ready now? I've been ready. Okay. Eight matches. Oh, to to reinforce this point, home again. I, I I preface this not to sound like I'm being proud and sitting on my hoary horse. I did win the challenge last year <laughs> by two. That's uh, how close it was. And by the way, twelve months. I don't think I was up by more than four the whole year. Correct. Okay. And we were tied a lot. And you did have the lead for a couple of months. I did. Okay. So again. I won. It was very close. We are starting over this year. We are back to zero, zero. Back to zero. AEW, that's how you do it. You start where you're supposed to start. Well, they did start in October. It would be weird for them to start over three months in. They did 
start over three months. I know ago. it's dumb. They no, no, I agree. They should have gone all the way to when they were a year afterwards, like we did a well, year afterwards. Well, it would have been fifteen months for them, but I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, because we are starting at zero, and because I am the gracious champion that I hold am, on. Why don't we just do paper, rock, scissors and oh, no. make it fair? Oh, no. I'm the champion, and you are going first. All right. Fine. That's fine. Let's However, see. I demand that you start with Shorty G and Sheamus because it is the eighth most important match on this card. Fine. There you go. It's perfect. I only say that because I am a, for, uh, I am a giving champion. <laughs> Plus, I actually, uh, I actually want – I'm actually not used to you going first. It's a nice change of pace. <laughs> this podcast is about to get rated TVMA real quick. Real quick. All right. I'm really not this terrible of a person, everybody. I'm <laughs> you really tell not. yourself that. I'm not sure I, that's the oh, case. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Woo! I'll get my- Let's go, 2020! I'll get people to back me up like, your boy, Usiel, will back me up. He will. He'd be like, Jorge, stop being mean to Ross. I've got the entire podcast community right behind ah, me. Ah, ah. Kenny, Kenny's chilling right behind me. Mm-hmm. Brandon, when he's not falling asleep, is right ha! behind me. By the way, those are their best videos that they post. Oh, I'm well aware of that. Every I, time. I hope Kenny listens to this. Every time. It's Shout awesome. out to Kenny and Brandon. I guarantee Gerard's you. Gerard's got my back. I guarantee you if we have Kenny and Brandon on a show, Brandon will fall asleep during oh, the show. Probably. It will happen. Probably. We're going to hear right. a snore through the headphones. We're probably. Like, what the hell is that? Shorty right. G versus Sheamus. Pick already. All right. And by the way, Wrestling <laughs> with Respect also has my back. Shout out to them. They actually have a really strong podcast. I like Apparently this, this is the repping show. So. Yes, it is. Apparently. I Go hope ahead. they rep us. You're picking Shorty G, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could lie and say yes. No, but... I love Shorty G. I do, but you're listen. not picking against your boy Sheamus. Well, first of all, you, okay. First of all, if you if you're new to this show, I do love me some Sheamus. I do love me some Sheamus, and he is my boy. You know, like I remember one time I was having a conversation with somebody who was staying at the hotel when I was a hotel concierge. Punk. You are a hotel concierge, anyways. And I was like, you yeah, know, one of my favorite wrestling stars is actually from Ireland. She's like, oh, Conor McGregor, and I was like, I mean, yes, I do love Conor McGregor, but no, Sheamus. She's like, who the hell is Sheamus? I was like, you're an idiot. You don't even deserve to talk to me right now. You don't deserve any attention from me. Sheamus came back, what, two weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you have him lose to Chad Gable in his first match back, you're an idiot, and I don't ever want to see you again. There's no. First of all, why is this match even happening at the Rumble? They just should be both be in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Just have it that way, okay? Mm-hmm. But that being said... Sheamus needs to win this match. Sheamus needs the momentum. Sheamus needs to be, quote-unquote, considered a favorite. He's a former Royal Rumble winner, after all. He won the 2012 Royal Rumble. Um, now, that being said, I'm not asking you to have Sheamus squash Chad Gable. Absolutely not. I need to have a good 10-minute match between these two men. Is that going to happen? nine. Do you like me to go find It needs to be nine minutes and 13 <laughs> seconds. Okay, for the record... He proclaimed, he was like, they're going to have an awesome nine-minute match. Okay, fine. That I was, did say that. Uh, I did that say that. was very specific. It was. Well, because I guarantee you they're not going to I'm gonna just holding you to your word on this show. True. Okay? You need if, to not lie to people. If, if there's anything that Russ <laughs> is, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's consistent. I'm very consistent. Very you will consistent. not lie on this show. <laughs> George Washington and Jorge Aquino never told a lie. If anybody is going to exaggerate the truth on the show. It's going to be you. It's going to be me. 
it's gonna be me. Anyway, not so way, there's though. not there's no reason for Sheamus to be losing this. There's absolutely no reason for Sheamus to be losing this match, and. Chad Gable shouldn't even be put into this position anyways. After he lost to Baron Corbin in the King of the Ring finals, I mean, he put on such a good match, and he got so over, and then you gave him the stupid Shorty G gimmick that's just not working, and if there's anything that's going to work, is pairing him up with Mustafa Ali. That being said, these two men, I can guarantee you they're going to have the type of chemistry that you're going to say, ooh, I like what they're what I'm seeing from these men. Chad Gable. Easily one of the best pure wrestlers in the entire company. Easily. Sheamus, one of the best pure strikers and best brawlers in the entire business. What happens when you put him up against a guy like Chad Gable? He usually gives you fireworks. Go ahead and watch his matches with Daniel Bryan. Go ahead and match his matches with Dolph Ziggler. Go ahead and match, watch his matches with the, with, with uh, Kofi Kingston. Go ahead and watch his matches with guys that are much smaller, that are quicker, that can go ahead and deal with Sheamus' style. They tend to typically have a very strong match with this man. Chad Gable will be no different. Sheamus has probably one of the best finishers in pro wrestling today still. The bro kick is one of the most protected finishers in all of professional wrestling, period. Anytime that Sheamus connects with bro kick usually spells the end for the other opponent. And if he loses the match, he didn't even get a chance to try for bro kick. Just think about that for a second. Okay? Sheamus needs to be treated in the way that we think he should be treated. He's still, quote-unquote, a main inventor to me. And uh, he's going to be Chad Gable, which is sad for Chad Gable. But right now, that's how the hierarchy goes. Sheamus has been back for two weeks. Yep. He actually looks in pretty... Actually, I... He looks in phenomenal shape. Now, this is going to sound weird, but it's the truth. I have not seen him with his shirt off. For all I know, he gained bulk. I'm sorry. When he first came... when he. First back down back, he was uh, no shirt. He looked phenomenal. No, I thought his first back, he was backstage with the shirt. When he broke, kicked the living hell out of Shorty G. Oh, you know what? You're yeah. right. No, you're right. He yeah. does look phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Right. He, he lo- actually looks in the best shape of his career. That's saying a lot, given the fact that he is always in the best shape out of anybody in the entire roster, him and Cesaro. My mistake. It's all good. Uh, there's little reason to uh, put Sheamus in a match this early and lose. This isn't the Sasha Banks thing. No, and even that then, was, that was dumb, too. That was dumb, too. I agree. I mean, that, but she was in the main feud with with Becky, and they weren't ready to go ahead and take the title away from Becky yet. But this is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I think this is going to be on the pre-show. Probably. I think because it's on the pre-show, it's going to be given probably more time that it's good than... People would expect. I think nine minutes is actually an honestly good number. Um, these two could have a very good wrestling match. Yes, they If can. they gave them time. Yes. They won't, though, because Shorty G losing to Sheamus doesn't hurt him, and Sheamus beating Shorty G is fine. Nothing. So, Sheamus wins. Yes. This I is move going on to go ahead and create life. fictitious momentum for Sheamus in the Royal Rumble match. Now, if Shorty G beats Sheamus... That's a little bit different. Which, by the way, I could totally see them do with this whole, like, he, they watch him do, like, a little stupid roll-up. It was like, oh, Chad Gable with the upset. Chad Gable with the upset. All of a sudden gets his head knocked off with a broke kick two seconds afterwards. Sheamus wins. Yes, Sheamus does and, win. And uh, we move on with whatever their plans are for him at WrestleMania. Yep. Maybe it'll be against your boy Triple H for the 17th time. They actually haven't wrestled that much. I know, it's a joke. Yeah. Because they're boys. 
All right. So hey, actually, actually, I'd I'd be on board with uh, he and Cesaro having another one-on-one match. They're both not doing anything. I don't even care if it's on the pre-show. Just make it happen. Yeah. Even though in the annals of history, it won't count because it won't be on the DVD. What is it with you in the annals of history? I'm just saying. That's it's an actual a phrase word. that you've now... Wor- it's, it's an actual word. I know, but you... Just a- because you can't say it. <laughs> I said it once. Yeah. I said it once. <laughs> it's an actual word. I know. All I right. know. Sheamus wins. We move on. What's your next match? Okay. You know what, man? Honestly, this match... If you pick the Men's Royal Rumble, I'm choking you. I'm just kidding. No violence on this show no. yet. Actually, <laughs> no, actually, I think that we need to discuss this match, and it's and it's really sad that it's completely come down to this. we got to talk about the SmackDown women's title because it means absolutely crap at this point. You know, somebody told me today, and I'm sorry, yeah. that it, it's your pick and I'm talking right now, yeah, yeah, and I apologize. I hope you don't hurt me later. Somebody actually told me that they've actually enjoyed Bailey's heel turn. I was flabbergasted. And then he made the point that he was like, well, she cut her hair, she changed her outfit, she changed her music. I was like, hot damn, you're right. At least they're trying. Oh, I never said, we said that from the very beginning, that they were trying. I know. And I then just, they stopped trying. No matter, no matter what they are doing, this character is not working for her, in my opinion. Especially since Sasha Banks is still in the picture. As soon as that happens, maybe there's hope. Maybe. As far as I'm concerned, it's Sasha and the SmackDown Women's Champion. Right. That's not, not a good place to be Bayley, if you're Bailey. the Women's Champion and Sasha Banks. Correct. I just found that interesting because most people, like if I interview 10 people, mm-hmm. nine of them, maybe even all 10 of them would say they have hated Bailey's heel run. I have not been the biggest fan of it. I just and find I that only interesting. I gave her credit for what she did this last year because on paper... Bailey had a very good year on paper. It makes me, it makes me now that I'm on the other side. Cause remember when I was literally the only person that was like Baron Corbin's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know how that person feels when they're like, I actually like Bailey's heel turn. And there was times that I actually picked the segment of the week as Bailey cutting a good promo. It's true. You and did. it's the truth. You did. I, pick I, that. I'm trying to get on board with this thing, guys. I'm trying to, that being said, that being said, I will give credit to where credit is due. Lacey Evans, any anybody who's a Lacey Evans hater, stop it right now. A great babyface run, by the Fantastic way. Fantastic babyface run. We were getting mad earlier last year because, oh, botchamania Lacey Evans over here making fun of her because she went ahead and tripped over a key. A camera cable walking to the ring, making fun of her because she didn't know how to take Bailey to belly. First of all, that was also a botch on Bailey. But hey, because we we protect Bailey so much, we're gonna go ahead and completely negate that D- trash. By the way, suck it. Lacey Evans is fantastic as a babyface, and I think that this feud actually has legs if they would stop focusing on the Sasha Banks aspect. Ross, if they would stop focusing on that. And allow Lacey Evans to actually have a real beef with Bailey. Have Bailey be the one that's disrespecting Lacey's daughter. Have Bailey be the one that's making Lacey's life absolutely miserable. That's where this where that's where the meat is on the bone on this thing, bro. And then you obviously add the spectacle of the SmackDown women's title, which by the way, I understand that Becky's been the Raw Women's Champ for almost a year. Can we please 
Stop making it seem like the SmackDown women's title is garbage because it's not. The people who have held that title, Becky Lynch herself, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, these women are no jokes. This is a prestigious women's championship. Potentially, if you look at the lineage, it might even be more prestigious than the Raw women's title. Maybe. Maybe. But it should be considered on par. Can we please take this title a little bit more seriously? This would absolutely work wonders for Bailey because the Survivor Series thing really blew up on our faces because we were like, they're not taking Bailey seriously enough. We're not taking Bailey seriously enough. The sexy pick is Bailey because they're not taking her seriously enough. And no, they made her look like absolute trash. Now that I've got that out of my system, Bailey, Bailey needs to keep this women's title for her sake. For in order for her to continue to be considered a, a, a like a, an asset to the women's division, she cannot lose this match. And I know what you're going to say. Well, what about Lacey Evans and all this momentum that she's building? She hasn't built up that momentum quite, quite yet. She's building it. She's building it. And I could absolutely see her in the next couple of months potentially be the SmackDown Women's Champion. But she should not be beating Bayley at the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to go with Bayley retaining the SmackDown Women's title. And no, I'm not going to go ahead and say that Lacey's going to win via disqualification. I do not see a run-in from Sasha Banks in particular. I see Bayley winning, winning via nefarious ways, but she will retain her title. So Bayley has been the SmackDown Women's Champion as of this broadcast for 100 days. Today is January the 21st. She also had a reign of 140 days before Charlotte beat her at Hell in a Cell, and then Bailey just got it back. Yeah. So realistically, she's been champion for 240 days. That's more than six months. Much more than six months. Very forgettable. Extremely forgettable. She didn't even defend the title at TLC. A very, very forgettable run. The biggest moment of this entire Bailey SmackDown women's title run mm-hmm. is the fact that she was involved in the main event in the triple threat Survivor Series. And she tapped. Yes. Or passed out. No, she tapped. So, uh, one of the many things that I say on this show all the time yeah. is when you put somebody on a belt, the very first thing you have to decide is, Who's beating What's your her? plan? What's your plan and who's beating her? Or him. In this case, it's her. So, apparently the plan was you're going to hold the belt for four months. Charlotte's going to beat you and hold it for a week. And then you're going to hold it again for another, like, two and a half months. Very Hollywood Hogan Lex Luger feel from uh, 1997. Catch my drift. What year are you on now? WCW 97, Hollywood Hogan was uh, the champion. Lex Luger was the champion for like a day or a week. Oh my God. I had a, f- I, I knew, I was like, that's very, that's very descriptive, Ross. And then, and then Hollywood Hogan was the champion again for like six more months and then he lost to Sting. Oh there was gosh. no point in having Lex, literally they only did it because it was the 100th episode of Nitro. Still mm. the reason they did it. Ew, let's just have Charlotte get another win under her belt and then, uh, you know. Lose it a week later. Hey, that's great. She hit 10, right? I believe so. Yeah. 
I would love to pick Lacey Evans to win this match. Mm -hmm. I really would. The other thing I have a really big problem with is I really don't want to go into WrestleMania thinking we're going to have like seven title changes. I hate it. Because I really hate the fact that it's become so predictable that it's like, well, if it's a big poor, if it's a big four pay-per-view, it's probably going to be a title change. There are exceptions, of course, but it's like, well, if she didn't lose at Survivor Series or SummerSlam or he, then they're not losing until WrestleMania. That's dumb. That's predictable, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I want to be able to go into an event and go, that person has a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, have a plan that doesn't involve somebody losing a belt at a big four pay-per-view. There's a thought. Because there are eight other shows or ten other shows or 30,000 other shows you could do it at. AJ Styles retaining his title against Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania 34 was quite the surprise. And there's usually one of those every year. Yeah. Brock Lesnar retaining against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania at the main event. Yes. was crazy to me. There's usually one of those every year where somebody retains a title that probably shouldn't. You were flabbergasted. You were like, oh, wh- whoa. Like, right. he retained? Mm-hmm. Wow. Exactly. It was mind-blowing. Now, as much as I think that they could have Bailey do something totally different mm-hmm. come WrestleMania time, I don't think they're going to. And as much as I think Lacey Evans is ready for a push on a belt... I don't think they're going to pull the trigger yet. And I'm going to pick Bailey to retain her title. Mm. Sasha will get involved or Bailey will win by nefarious means. She'll retain the SmackDown women's title. I agree with you. By the way, with the nefarious t- means, I could totally see Sasha getting involved. I just don't see it like ba- Lacey's going to win via disqualification because she gets attacked by he- Sasha Banks. I don't see that. Here's the thing, though. When they decide to break up Bailey and Sasha Banks, when? That's going to be the money feud. Sasha needs to go babyface. Yeah, I agree. So, for now, like Sasha can help Bailey win all these matches, and then Sasha can be like, "We haven't." But I'm better than you. We haven't seen Sasha be the babyface against Bailey. It's always been the other way around. Correct. Yeah. Now, I could also see them just splitting them apart and not doing a blow off feud. But I just want them to have one match where it's a blow off, and then they split them up. I've said this before. Becky and Charlotte need to not be on the same show for like three years. They just have no patience in, in, in ever doing that. Yeah. It's getting to that point with Bailey and Sasha for me. True, but the difference is that at least they treated Becky and uh, Bailey and Sasha, excuse me, as a tag team. Like, No, I get it. Know, I just, they actually teased that feud for two years. And they never, they never did us. it. And then when they were going to do it, Sasha turned heel and then they just made up backstage. Remember that? Yes. Remember the whole, oh, I'm going to kick you off the cell. And then like a month later, they're hugging backstage. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I picked Bailey to retain her SmackDown Women's Championship. All right, then. Next, I think we need to go the U.S. title route. El Idolo. Okay, hold on. Before we even get into this. Mm-hmm. What was he wearing on Raw? He was wearing this like Goku, like Dragon It looked Ball like Z a orange. shawl. It looked. It was like this Goku orange from Dragon Ball Z. It legitimately looked like it was a cross between a shawl and he was ready to go work and tug a rickshaw. That's literally what it looked like. I was like, who is this and where is Andrade? Okay. Can we move past that and just for 30 seconds, how great was that ladder match on Monday night? El 
ídolo. He's awesome. He is. And by the way, Rey Mysterio are incredible together. It's not even fair. I have said this ad nauseum. Yes. Ad nauseum. Uh Uh-huh. Rey Mysterio Mm -hmm. may be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Okay. He's probably the greatest masked wrestler of all time. Yeah. He's probably one of the greatest cruiserweights of all time. He is the greatest cruiserweight of all time. I'm just putting it out there because there's probably some debate where I don't want to get into. I know. Whoever's debating that is an idiot. Go ahead. Does he play his role on TV and can he still wrestle? Yes. Yes. Do I ever really need to see him wrestle in high-profile feuds ever again? No. That being said. I need Rey Mysterio to become a Hall of Famer and call it a career. That being said, but this isn't Kurt Angle, was, though, Ross. I understand that his body isn't breaking down at the level that but Kurt until Angle was. Rey Mysterio retires, yeah. that slot is never going to get filled. That being said, just that being, I totally it was understand. a great match. It was a fantastic match, like unbelievable, like the hammerlock DDT off the ladder through the ladder. Are you kidding me? They're killing each other. It was great. Like Charlotte must have been in the back thinking, "Oh my God, what is this guy doing?" It's what great. is he doing? What are they doing? And then you got Zelina out here. Shout out to Zelina getting up on that ladder, slapping the hell out of Rey Mysterio. I don't know what that outfit was, but yeah. So, listen, people can talk all they want about Zelina and talk smack all they want. I'm not saying you are because you're not. But well, I mean, can. she really can't wrestle, but yeah. She can't, but she is ballsy. She gets herself in these spots, and you're like, what the hell is she doing? She's fine in her role. She does a great job in her role. She's perfectly fine Anywho. in her role. I just need to have. We just needed a moment. I just need to have a moment. Andrade is, is facing awesome. Umberto Carrillo because after that match, yes. Umberto Carrillo attacked Andrade after Andrade was threatening to put Rey Mysterio uh, probably head first onto the concrete. Yes, uh, he came to defend Rey Mysterio and and also get revenge after uh, Umberto uh, Andrade knocked him out a few a couple uh, about a month ago. Correct. So that is the lead up to this match. I yes. figure I put some background for you. There you go. Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo versus the United States Championship. Who do you got and why? For the United States Championship. Um, Excuse me. No, I know you said versus the United States. I was like, there's there's a there's a wrestler named United States Champion. No, there's actually <laughs> actually actually the match is a triple threat. It's going to be those two in the belt. <laughs> the belt wins with a headshot. Anyways, um, literally. John Cohn, one two slick oh, back hair. I love John. Raises Cone. up the belt anyway. I love John Cohn. I'm gonna be here. I'm here to tell you right now that these two are gonna have a stellar match. They really are because they have excellent chemistry with one another. Andrade's in the baby, in the infancy stages of this U.S. title run. No reason to take it off of him right now. Make him a major player at WrestleMania with the U.S. title. He needs to keep it. As much as I like Humberto Carrillo, Andrade is the man who they need to strap the rocket onto along with Drew McIntyre, and he needs to win this match. And we need to move on. I love Humberto Carrillo. I know you do. I think there's actually a very big future for Humberto Carrillo. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Among a lot of other talent on this roster, but I just isolated Humberto Carrillo because yes. he's in this match. Absolutely. Um, I remember when Andrade was on, or was, uh, uh, on, let's see, was he Andrade Cien Almas? Yes. Where he was literally a jobber at NXT. Mm-hmm. Literally, you put him in a match. He was essentially enhancement talent for like two years. He was enhancement enhancement talent for Gargano. Right. It's true. And then of all guys. of a sudden, they just were like, oh, yeah, you're actually really good, so we're going to do stuff with you. 
Um, I do like Andrade a lot. I think there are things with his character that need to get better in order for him to be rocket ship, top level performer in World Wrestling Entertainment, the company he works for. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is a perfect spot for him right now. This is he keeps pretty, hitting it out of the park, Ross. This I I understand that, but right now, in order for somebody to be taken seriously at a certain level, by the way. How many conversations have we had where literally I can count on two hands how many main eventers are in this company? It's seven, Uh including Brock Lesnar, who barely wrestles. There's like seven guys, Mm -hmm. okay? So if Andrade wants to get to that level, which I think he can get to that level, there's just things that have to happen. And by the way, as great as he is of a talent, the actual WWE universe has to accept him at that level. I'm not saying they don't accept him as a high-level performer. I'm saying if you're going to put somebody at that level, the fans have to accept him at that level with all assets of his performance. Agree? Agreed. Okay. That's why guys like Shinsuke Nakamura have failed. Because eventually, no matter how good you are, if the WWE Universe doesn't accept you as a main eventer in all assets of and I get it, booking has a lot to do with it, but if they do not accept you in all assets of what you do, you're not going to be treated that way. So, I agree with you. I hope there's a big future in his in his in his sights. I do. I think he has a great opponent in Humberto Carrillo. I think this match is going to go 12 to 15 minutes. It should. And I think Andrade's going to win with his finisher. Which is a great finisher, by the way. The hammerlock DDT, I understand that we always talk about, oh, DDTs, too many people do them. Hammerlock DDT is actually a very good move. It's true. It's true. Uh, I think Umberto's going to put up a very good fight. Oh, I think so, too. And another thing that Andrade does not get enough credit for, or maybe I don't see him or hear him get enough credit for, mm-hmm. he gives a lot. He's a big seller. He's a good seller. And now... I love Dolph Ziggler, but sometimes he overdoes it. He does. Okay. Andrade, Andrade, there's he there's like a good oomph that he has. There are guys in this business that not only can they put together a good match, but they make everybody else look good. Oh my god, like him and Gargano and Philly. Yes. In 18, like he was beating the holy hell out of Johnny Gargano. And then when Johnny Gargano would hit him with with a big move, Andrade was like loopy. He was like, I'll I'll make my, what's going on. I'll make my second WCW reference of the night. Yeah. You know who never gets enough credit for making people look good, even though he was one of the best wrestlers of that era? Scott Hall. Yes. Scott Hall's goal in every match he was in was to make the other guy look good. WrestleMania 18, the way that he sold his Stone Cold Stunner for Stone Cold was unbeatable. Well, even then, I mean, I realize that's in the latter half of his career and they're much different. But my point is that Andrade is one of those guys that I don't think gets enough credit for personally. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is not his goal, but this is what I think when I watch him wrestle. His goal is to make the other guy look really good. Absolutely. Canadian, the Canadian destroyer that he has sold on multiple occasions for Rey Mysterio is the perfect example of that. Every single time that Rey Mysterio whips out the Canadian destroyer in their matches, because I feel like he, one of the few times he'll, the only time you ever see Rey Mysterio do it is with Andrade, probably because they've done it so many times. There's a level of trust there that they're willing to give to one another, and that's fine. But 
Andrade, the way he sells for people, he absolutely gives them everything he's got. He does. He's done it for Rollins. He's done it for Daniel Bryan. He's Everybody. For Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, and the matches that they've had previous. Like, Andrade gives you everything you require mm-hmm. to make it a decently good match. Andrade is winning and retaining his U.S. title. As he That should. was the long way of me getting around to that, but I sometimes apologize. I like taking time to bring a little bit of different yeah. analysis to this show. Not saying you don't do this, because you do. But sometimes I like to t- kind of take a small little detour into the little nuances yeah. that happen with certain characters. Again, is there work to be done for him to be a main eventer? Yes. You're a bigger fan of him than I am, but if he makes those adjustments, he's right there. You know what? I'm going to give you a compliment. You're the John Gruden of this podcast. Only I had a quarterback school and actually had a successful career that well, maybe, involved a Super Bowl win. Well, maybe if you have, maybe you can have a wrestling school one day, or maybe I could make ten million dollars a year coaching a team that wins like six games. That'd maybe. be great. Maybe. Just kidding. The Las Vegas Raiders are a real thing next year. That is a thing. Again, and I you am. You know picking- what else is a real thing? <laughs> Apparently, we've got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the first time in fifty years. Congrats, awesome. freaking Legends. As a person who used to watch the NFL and actually was a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. I'm happy yet irritated at the same time <laughs> do we know what the line is yet oh actually they actually you know what they're aren't they're, the niners the favorites or is it the chiefs i would think the niners are the, although you know how betting goes like yep. one guy puts in a bunch of money one way and yep. it flips everything andrade is winning the u.s title uh it is now time for your next pick absolutely i think that the next logical peak 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 pick that we need to do is uh roman the show Reigns has is, peaked has yes I'm no just it has not absolutely <laughs> absolutely not no, we're going Roman Reigns and King Corbin, sir. In a false count anywhere match. Now, by the way, there is still one more show. There is still the go-home show of SmackDown. Yes. They could still change this. I still like our idea better. I agree. That this match should be for the 30 spot. Yep. Which um, means that this should be the first match on the show. Yes, it should not be on the pre-show. It, it should, should be, be the, the first, first match, match of the show. the main show, yes. I agree. Now, I actually think this may actually open the show anyway. True. Regardless, yes. because they're both going to be in the Rumble. Right. So I actually think this is going to be the first match. I agree. I just want there to be stakes. Mm-hmm. Especially because... if you're going to make it false. Listen, they're going through all this work, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. But they're going through all this work to actually have a stipulation for this match. By the way, didn't they make the freaking Universal title match a strap match? Why are they wasting our time with that is beyond me, but I, I move on and we'll discuss it when we get there. Mm-hmm. They're going through all these motions to actually give this match some importance, which deserves it considering the fact that- Well, Roman this Reigns feud has been very important on SmackDown. It's been the second biggest feud on SmackDown, absolutely. Regardless of the dog food crap, it's the I, I second just, biggest. It's it the is. second biggest feud. It's the biggest, it's the second biggest heel on SmackDown, and it's a toss-up between the two biggest baby faces on SmackDown, which is Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. So this is very important. The feud has been going on for quite a long time. There needs to be a payoff to all of this. So what better way to have that payoff than to have it be for the 30 spot in the Rumble? I just think it makes sense and it puts a little emphasis on that feud. That's all. And, and, and honestly, it, with it being false count anywhere, you know the Usos are going to get involved. You know Rude and, and Ziggler the are going to get involved. Oh, and the Revival. Mm-hmm. That's true. I forgot about the Revival. Mm-hmm. So all, all these people are going to get involved. Make it mean something. I agree. That being said, I love Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. King, 
King Corbin has already won one match in this feud. Yes. A big match. A big match, which was their TLC match that happened last month at TLC. The TLC match that was pinfall or submission. Correct. It was Correct. essentially a no-holds-barred match. It's exactly what I remember it was. correctly, I actually liked that match. Yes, it was quite a good match. It was not It was not great, but it was very strong. It was fact, exactly what I knew it was going to in be. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's one of my more favorite matches of that card. Yes. Pretty sure I picked that match correctly. I believe you did. Not trying to go ahead and shove that in your face. I'm just no, I'm no. Proud don't, of that pick. Don't worry. I still won last year. We move on. <laughs> I'm just saying, I was really proud of that. Was, Are you a, picking King Corbin? Are you picking the big dog? Here's the thing: if I knew if it was for the, if I already knew it was the for the thirty spot, I'd absolutely pick King Corbin. I would wholeheartedly agree with you because Roman doesn't need it. Roman doesn't need it. Roman's gonna get his due in two months. Trust me on that. You trust. Now, big trust. I will tell you, and not that this is going to influence you at all. Yeah. Some people would say that a certain outcome needs to happen because that outcome will affect a rumble. So I'm going to just say this right now. Mm-hmm. I think King Corbin is. I'm picking Baron Corbin to win this match, which is absolutely crazy considering that he's already beaten Roman once. Roman doesn't lose twice in a row, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's very John Cena-esque yeah. where I John mean, Cena did not lose twice in a row for a while. Long time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Unless your name was AJ Styles, John Cena didn't lose to you twice in a row. Um, did he or, lose to Daniel Bryan twice in a row? He, did he even wrestle Daniel Bryan twice in a row? He didn't. I think he wrestled Daniel Bryan once. He lost to CM Punk twice in a row. He did do, he did, did he do lose that. to Orton twice in a row? That was like. One, I know they wrestled like here, a bazillion he times. So. He won here, he won there. That was a toss-up. Okay. But he did lose twice in a row to Punk, and he did lose twice in a row to um, to AJ, which is a big thing. So you're picking Corbin. I'm going with Corbin. Okay. And, But I'm also going to go ahead and say I guarantee Roman Reigns is eliminating him out of the Rumble. I, 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 I can see it right now. Corbin does his entrance. He's getting carried by his people. He gets into the ring. Literally two seconds later, spear out of the ring. Would not surprise me in the slightest. But. Interesting. I I, I don't know. I could also see Corbin getting the entrance, you know, messing around for a while. And then Roman's music hits. And he's like, oh, crap. Unless, unless they actually make the right call and make this for the 30 spot. True. You know. True. True. Which, if they're going to do absolutely King Corbin, listen, King Corbin is one of the biggest heels in all of pro wrestling today. He absolutely needs to, needs to be. If you're going to make Brock Lesnar number one in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. Baron Corbin needs to be thirty. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about and it. By the way, they may still do that. I hope they do because I mean his entrance is kind of ridiculous. Yes, it is. I mean, he is the king. He is the king. He is. And by the way, I would even be okay if, even if it's not for the thirty spot, Mm -hmm. it just is for the thirty spot, and he won the match earlier in the night, and he just comes out at thirty without that explanation. I just want the explanation of he won a match and he earned it. Yes, that's all. Me too. Okay, absolutely. Me too. That all being said, I'm going with Baron Corbin. I can't believe I'm going that route, but. The payoff is going to come. Roman Reigns is going to destroy Baron Corbin at Elimination Chamber. I'm telling you that right now. That's going to happen, or he's going to destroy him on SmackDown one way or another. Mm-hmm. Make it count. Give King Corbin the rub. He Fair needs enough. it. Fair enough. I'm not going to lie. 
This would be a perfect opportunity for Roman Reigns to get his win back. Yeah. To set up Elimination Chamber where they would both be in it. They could both do something where they kind of get eliminated, and then that would be a way for Corbin and Roman to finalize their feud at WrestleMania. It keeps Roman off the belt. It keeps Corbin in a high-profile feud. I could see that happening. It's a long time, though, Ross. I understand that, but the alternatives are Roman Reigns going for the WWE title. I'm sorry, the Universal title, because it's back on Raw again. No, the WWE title. title's on Raw. Correct. Okay. But I know what you mean. You, okay. You're trying to go ahead and be like, I'm not sure if you want The Fiend versus Roman. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because I don't I'm not know sure if, if I want that either. I don't know if I want Roman versus either of them. Oh, I know for a fact I don't need Ro- I don't. I don't. It's not that I don't need it. I don't think the right move is to have Roman versus Brock. I guarantee you that's I apologize. Right the Universal title, which is now bluish purple, is yeah. on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and the WWE title is back on Raw. Correct. That's what I meant. Yes. Now, if you told me that you wanted to go ahead and give us Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and The Fiend for the title, now in, we're talking. In a triple threat? Yeah. That's I'd bold. be all for that. That's bold. Yeah. I am also picking King Corbin to win this match. Well done, sir. Because no matter what happens, mm-hmm. if he has two wins over Roman Reigns, he wins King of the Ring, he, quote unquote, retires Kurt Angle. It's a hell of a 12 months. Plus, he got a discount at Applebee's. <laughs> and, and, and according to The Rock, discount at Burger King. And he's a super tough dude. Look, I I, I, I love I love the direction the Baron Corbin thing is going. Yeah. Because I think that is where the Wade Barrett King of the Ring thing should have gone. Mm-hmm. And they didn't go through with it. Right. So... I think King of the Ring winners and people that you are pushing need to not go on big losing streaks, which was the theme for a while, and he has not. He's gone on a couple losing streaks, but then he all of a sudden made it up by beating Roman Reigns at TLC. I don't care what anybody says about the Revival and Ziggler showing up. So, personally, Mm -hmm. I think Corbin winning at Royal Rumble, setting up in the Royal Rumble match, and going into Chamber is much stronger if Corbin wins this match. Plus... He has more friends. He does. Roman's only got the Usos. Roman's got family. Yeah. Right? And I mean, actually, he does have the new. The new day has come to help him out, but they really haven't gone back to that to the well with that yet. I agree. So, for this match, I am also taking King Corbin to win Good in job. a false count anywhere match. Should be in. It, well, I mean, there you go. It, that it gives you another open way of saying, well, he didn't beat him clean, which is exactly which is fine because I know that they're going to do that. Also, on a fine note, um, if the goal is for Roman Reigns to go deep in the Rumble, you have to have him lose this match. By the way, uh, for those of you, I'm I'm, I'm giving credit to my friend uh, Ben for this one because he gave me this stat. Stone Cold Steve Austin has won the Rumble three times. Every Rumble that Roman Reigns has been in, he's finished top three or better. Yes, that is correct. That is an amazing stat. Isn't it? 2014, last person eliminated. 2015, won the Rumble. 2016, second to last person eliminated. 2017, last person eliminated. 2018, last person eliminated. 2019, wasn't wasn't involved. So... You're talking about Off the top of the dome, by the way. If you're, you're talking about the best Royal Rumble competitors, 
Roman Reigns is absolutely in it's, that conversation. It's, it's Roman Reigns and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, and Kane. By the Overall, way, I hope. By the way, I hope Kane's in the Rumble. Ah, uh, there's rumors that he is. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, he showed up on TV recently, yeah. so he was with the Fiend, and that was cool. Yeah, it was. It was nice to him. To Too bad him it wasn't corporate his, Kane, though. That would have been money. But you know what? He got his. He got. He got his mojo back because the last time he was on WWE television, the Fiend came and attacked him and took him away. Corporate Kane versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. Make it happen. Just kidding. Universal title on the line. What? Um, Corporate Kane takes the belt back to uh, his constituents. That's right. Choke slams somebody through a table and then does a press conference. Still one of my favorite things ever. Amy holding the WWE title. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. Unbelievable. Ooh, okay, next match we're going. Got to go with the Universal title match. And I know you're going to be like, Jorge, you're you're seriously going to go ahead and talk about the Raw Women's Championship afterwards? Yes. Because In the that's- strap match. In a, what? Um, just, okay. So, okay, so just to, just to give you a background, yeah. the reason why they're doing a strap match, it's literally, this is why. Because Daniel Bryan wants the Fiend to stop running from him. <laughs> Even though... The Fiend, like, does his magic act and disappears because he's supernatural. So you would think that in a match, in a strap match, the Fiend could just disappear. What's the point? So they're going to do a strap match under red light. By the way, can they do red light at the stadium? I don't think they can. Oh, I'll contraire, my friend. <laughs> I'll contraire, my friend. They're going to do it? Oh, they're doing it. Oh, God. Red light, everybody. Red light, 45,000 strong. Absolutely. There are probably going to be people sitting at Minute Maid Park that are blinded by red. Oh, don't do it, WWE. Don't do it. It's going to happen. You already did the yellow light thing where you blinded people during the AJ Styles-Randy Orton match. Don't do that. Don't do have? Would you rather have bugs? It's it's gonna be a bad look. All right, strap match. Uh, Ryan and the Fiend. Listen, you got? I corporate Kane for the win. Clearly, I like where your head's yeah, at. Listen, I would so be all about it if Daniel Bryan wins the Universal Title. Mm-hmm. So about it. Mm-hmm. But we haven't even scratched the surface with Bray Wyatt yet. We haven't even scratched the surface yet, and the problem. The problem that I run into here is if Bray Wyatt wins, then I most likely end up getting The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But then if Daniel Bryan wins the title, Bray Wyatt is no longer the champion. And then you're like, ah, crap, but they could have done so much more with Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. But then at the same time, you do have the potential of getting Daniel Bryan's and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which is so much more than just money, you know? Wait, so, which, wait, which yeah. match did you say was money? Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Ah. That is money. That's moneymaker all day, every day. You're doing it not for the title? No, no. I'm. That, that's what I'm saying. If Daniel Bryan were to beat Bray Wyatt. Oh. For so then the, what do you do with the Fiend? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's ah. where I'm, I'm at, I'm, I'm at a crossroads here. Like, do I have the Fiend go over on Daniel Bryan again? Mm-hmm. Or do I have Daniel Bryan go over, but then the Fiend is no longer champion? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a hard, hard thing. I think that to me, Daniel Bryan is a made man. 
he can afford this loss yet again. I just don't know if I want to see The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Well, you're assuming Roman Reigns I'm assuming is winning the it's Rumble. I'm assuming assu- it's a hard assumption. Yes, you're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. But it seems like all the roads are leading to this. Get it. My brain is what I'm going to go with on this one because I'm going to go with WWE logic. Which you probably should anyway. Which you sh- probably should anyways. Mm-hmm. No more picking Samoa Joe to win world titles. Stop ruining my Royal Rumble pick. <laughs> um, I think what they probably should do is have Bray Wyatt retain the Universal title at Royal Rumble. They probably should. And I think that that'll be the right call, and that is what I'm going to go with. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's going to retain the title. Why? Because I don't think he can afford to lose it just yet. The Fiend cannot afford to lose to Daniel Bryan. Hell, the Fiend can't even afford to lose at WrestleMania. The Fiend can't afford to lose at WrestleMania. Not yet. Nope. And I know we always talk about, like, you don't have to have long title reigns. The Fiend needs a long title reign. The Fiend does. The, the Fiend is supposed to be a dominant figure in WWE. There's no way that he should be losing the title at WrestleMania. Definitely shouldn't be losing it at the Royal Rumble to Daniel Bryan. Like I said, you have to have a plan for I think the character the, and the feud and everything else. To me, and I hate this comparison, but I'm just going to say it anyways, the, the Fiend has now become the Undertaker in a way. And I hate that comparison because the the Undertaker is such an iconic thing and it's a, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. True. However, their field of vision is telling you the Fiend is now essentially taking the place of the Undertaker's mantle. True. In a way. And if you're going to do that, and not to mention Bray Wyatt is doing such a great job with this character, and it's supernatural, so you can't just have the American Dragon Daniel Bryan beat the Fiend. That just doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not saying Roman, Reign, Roman Reigns, the Samoan badass, is the one that beat him, because I would tell you I disagree wholeheartedly he should not be. But, I mean, I have to stick to the now and then think about April when we're in April. So, right now, Bray Wyatt's got to keep that title around his waist. Well, I love Daniel Bryan. I do. I thought his Planets Champion gimmick ended too soon. I agree. Actually. He should have never. He, he sh- I mean, I love him as a babyface, but he shouldn't have turned a babyface I, I thought that splitting him and Rowan up was a mistake as well. Well, clearly it's been a mistake for Eric Rowan. Well, I mean, let's be honest. At least they're trying. Yes, this is true. That's he is all. getting a lot of TV time. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. The Fiend. I've been thinking a lot about two different champions in this company. About who's going to beat The Fiend. And who's going to beat Becky. And who's going to beat Becky. Mm-hmm. So since we're talking about The Fiend, there are still a few names that I think should beat The Fiend. I've got one for sure. Now, one is probably never going to happen now. I still think in a perfect world, Demon Finn Balor should beat him. Oh, really? That's actually not who I was thinking. However, I think that ship has sailed. Well, yeah. I mean, he's over in he's over in NXT. I understand. Yeah. But I'm saying, to me, yeah. that would have worked. In I, fact, that would have been awesome. Yes. 
because the fiend would have beaten down Finn Balor. You have him go away for a little while. And then he comes back and he goes, Finn Balor's not here anymore. I'm the demon and I'm coming for your Plus, we never got the demon versus sister Abigail. Thank God we never got that match, by the way. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, Bray Wyatt has evolved. However, because of that, we got an awesome Finn Balor-AJ Styles match. Yes, we did. Like one of the best matches of that year. 17 minutes of pure greatness. Yes, AJ Styles. uh, I watched it in my Cincinnati hotel room. Was that another concierge job? I'm just kidding. When we were in Tucson. I know. Yeah. Uh, that was also how we got Kurt Angle as a Shield member. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> it was a very it was, fun. It was weird. Yeah. It was a weird way to end the show. It was a long ass match. It was a long match, but you know what? It was fun. It was fun. I had a good and time. And it was still ridiculous that basically two and a half men beat five men. It helped that Braun Strowman was turned on in the middle of that match, but you know. Yeah. By the way, my weekly push Braun Strowman immediately. Well, actually, that's what I was going to say. I think I think Braun Strowman should be the one that actually beats the Fiend. I actually think there's a better chance it's going to be Aleister Black. That's fine too. That's However, fine too. it is not going to be Daniel Bryan. No. And I am picking the Fiend to retain his Universal Title match in a strap match. Which, by the way, I, I I legitimately think that the match is going to end with him not being hooked into the strap, and he's going to somehow like ghost his way into winning. Because, by the way, have we been told that this is they're tied together and that's the match, or they're tied together and they have to hit four corners? Did they even discuss this? Yeah, I, Are there no rules? Are we just, you know, flying by the seat of our pants? I thought that a strap match was you grab a strap and you it's whoever gets it first and starts whipping the other person. That's what I, Oh boy. I thought I thought that's I thought there was, was a strap match where it was literally you had to it's the first to touch all four it's corners. It's like a te- you talk about like a Texas bull rope match like JBL and Eddie Guerrero. And great, like Great the, match uh, by the way, you should watch it. You should. Mm-hmm. Uh, great American Bash 2004. Um, yes. Wait, was that the match where Eddie like juiced like crazy? No, that was Judgment Day the month before. Thank the you. The chair shot. Same time period. Yeah. It, anyway, it, that, that basically previous. solidified JBL as a main eventer. Absolutely. At the time. Yeah. He can, and he always does thank Eddie Guerrero for that. Always does. I hated that gimmick at the time, and I know why, because it was effective. Yeah. Boom. Absolutely. I wanted to boo that man on television every time I watched. Absolutely. That's effective. Yep. Which is why I tell people, you're openly booing Baron Corbin every time it comes out. It's That's working. exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm picking The Fiend. Okay. To retain. Excellent. Wow, we've picked every match exactly the same. Correct. To this point. I actually thought I was going to trip you up on the uh, Corbin-Roman match. Yeah. Um, yeah, boy. Roman, actually, he's our boy. I love yeah. Roman Reigns, too. Yeah. The big dog. By the way, is it, is it D-O-G or is it D-A-W-G? I think he goes D-O-G. Okay. Somehow, I think it would be more appropriate if it was D-A-W-G. Dog. Dog. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jimmy and Jay say dog. By the way, was it uh, was it Alpo that they used? Alpo? Dog food? I don't know. Was it? <laughs> no idea. Such a horrible segment. <laughs> um, all right. So we are going. We, we, we are at the three quote-unquote main events of this show. Two by of the, them. By the way, was it your boy Kofi Kingston in the middle of that, too? Like they were going to put dog food on him, and then Roman saved him. Yeah, back in December. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. 
Good times. Your boy. Yeah, that was when people were like, oh my gosh, they probably shouldn't have had Kofi Kingston handcuffed and, and hanging there like a slave, which well, I kind of agree. Well, I mean, Roman Reigns was that way. I mean, he's half. Yep. Is he not? Yep. That's okay. remember, that's I talked about that. Okay. Yeah. I was very irritated. Stone Cold Steve Austin was hung from a don't, symbol by the Undertaker. Yep. Don't do that. It's just stupid. No, I'm just saying yeah, that yeah. like it's not like it's not a racial thing. No, I know. I okay. I, I just think it's stupid. Period. I, Bar none. Just don't do it. Well, I mean, you could just tie a guy up and beat him with a chair, a la Mick Foley. Could do that too. Yeah, Rock. Remember, I, I remember Rock swinging chairs with no regard for human life. I'm just saying, like people have been Rock handcuffed probably, to stuff all the, the time. The Rock, we all love him, but he has definitely caused some definite uh, brain trauma. To people. Remember, remember him wrestling in the tracksuit because of the surgery. Yes, I do. I know those are I know those are fond memories for uh, for you as a fan of uh, corporate rock with the corporate elbow. That was so great. I'm sorry we get derailed in the show, and most of the time it's my fault. So, um, are <laughs> we're you going, are we're, you are, we're going Becky Oscar? We are going Becky Oscar. Right thank now. God. I was like, are you really not no, going to pick no, no, this no, match no, no, over one of the stupid. Rumbles? No, no, I said it Main was event the, of the show. This, this match. Is, this, yeah. Hey, hey this is kidding. seriously. This seriously is probably the biggest title match on this show. This is being treated more uh, because, important than the Universal be, title match. Because Brock's not defending his title on this show? And even if he was, I still think that this would take precedent because of last last year's match up until now. Personally. That being said, last year, Ross and I, as we will mention for the fifth time on this show. <laughs> more like more like 72nd, but yes. Well, on, on today's show, oh, it's okay. the fifth time. Overall, 72nd. And we're going to mention a 73rd. No, but in all sincerity, we were treated to an absolutely stellar match between two of the best women wrestlers on this earth uh, last year for the SmackDown women's title, and that was Oscar and Becky Lynch. Oscar defending the SmackDown women's title, which she had beaten Becky Lynch for the previous month at TLC in an amazing triple threat TLC match also involving Charlotte Flair. Now, last year, Asuka made Becky tap out. And uh, how long was that match, Ross? Actually, let me go ahead and look it up really quick. I got it. I should know this because it was one of my favorite five matches of the entire year yes, of the was. calendar of uh, 2019. They gave Becky and Asuka 17 minutes. I actually was going to guess 17 minutes. Yep, and that was the, not including the two Rumbles, that was the second longest singles match on that card. Was it behind the other stellar singles match of that card that nobody gives any credit to? Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one. Would you would you like to say the two combatants? Uh, the best wrestler on the planet who is better than Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan, who is also better than Ken, than Kenny Omega. Please go rewatch that match and the Asuka Becky match from Royal Rumble. Those two were amazing. Actually, I don't go, care what the crowd says. Just, actually, go watch that pay-per-view. Actually, it was a really good pay-per-view. It was a really great pay-per-view. That included a weird the pre-show two, match. The two Rumble matches, mm-hmm. especially the rim, the women's Rumble match, mm-hmm. was stellar. Shane McMahon shooting Star Press. Amazing. I have to say that too. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Happy birthday to Shane McMahon. His birthday was last week. What is he like? Fifty-seven? Uh, no, I think he's fifty. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Also, by the way, the end of the men's Rumble was actually very entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins were sick. Seth Rollins wearing Phoenix Suns colors. Yes, he was. Right. Yes, That's, he was. It seems like a long time ago. It now, does. Now he's wearing a shirt with a stained glass picture of himself. Yep. And then, obviously, the women's Rumble, like, the last three combatants were Becky, Charlotte, and Nia Jax. And yes. they killed it. They did. They did. 
And and I mean, it was Nia Jax's quote unquote coming out party because obviously she went ahead and came out at the end of the men's Royal Rumble match. Total side note, by the way, because you're the bigger Seth Rollins fan of this. Yeah. Not that I don't like Seth Rollins, but you're the bigger fan. Don't you think it would be more appropriate for his Monday Night Messiah shirt to be white than yeah. black? Actually, I do. Especially since I find excuses to wanting to have not all wrestling shirts be black. Yeah, I do. Actually, I'm, I'm okay sense. with that. By the way, I really like the one glove. I don't know. I kind of dig it. You know who else used to do that? Hollywood Hogan. Did, didn't he? But, they, but he didn't do a full glove. He did, like, the fingers sticking out. Yes. Yeah. You know who else did that, too? Was uh, Christopher Daniels. Oh, yeah? Would do that, too. Back in TNA? Yes. And, of course, in Ring of Honor. Oh, and, uh, of course, in uh, AEW. Does he do all oh, he does it now? Oh, he does it occasionally, yes. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. So, I'm sorry. We went on a diatribe there for a moment. I apologize I, that was, that was once again. No, no. That one. No, no. That's on me. But, uh, Becky uh, and Oscar. Becky and Oscar. So we were treated to a we were treated to an amazing match last year, which we did not get the pleasure of getting a rematch to until right the heck now. The, I'm trying not to get myself super hyped up about this match, Ross, because we know what happens when we get ourselves super hyped up for the sequel. They don't tend to be as good as the original, except for some particular instances, mm-hmm. such as John Cena and AJ Styles, for one. Mm-hmm. Um and because what happened was we got super pumped up for the tag team TLC match last month between Oscar and Kyrie versus Becky and Charlotte, thinking, oh, they're going to be great because the TLC match from the year prior involved three of the four competitors and it was a stellar match. And then last month, it wasn't quite a stellar. Not that being said, Kyrie got her ass knocked out. Uh, which, that match completely fell apart after that point. Yes. So that probably has a lot to do with it. Right? There were parts of that match that were very contrived. True, but Kyrie like, getting hurt is pr- did not help in the well, slightest. Becky being roped to a ladder for eight minutes kind of was like, um, why are they not winning in the eight minutes she's roped to a ladder? Agreed. I'm just saying. No, I know. So that, there was that, that match had some glaring holes in yeah. it. Yeah. I bring that up because, you know, it kind of makes you nervous. It's like, oh man, that match last year was so good. Can they find the magic all over again? My answer will be I think they can. That being said, I, I'm i about 98% sure that Becky's going to win this match. 98? Really? I'll give it 99. 99? About ni- I'm not 100%, I'm not 100% for, I don't know what it is. All right. I don't know. I don't feel 100%. I feel more confident in, in Baron Corbin beating Roman Reigns than I feel about Becky Lynch beating Oscar. And I don't know why. Probably because you know how good this match could be. And WWE, at times, does the thing I loved for them to do, which is there's always a kryptonite. And Becky's kryptonite may it's, be Asuka. Maybe Asuka. It, it may, may be Asuka. Whereas Asuka's kryptonite is Charlotte. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Charlotte's kryptonite is Becky. Correct. You could do that. You could. You could. I don't think they're going to go that route. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with my gut. My gut is telling me go with Becky. So I'm gonna go with Becky. Why? Because I genuinely believe she's gonna be women's champion up until WrestleMania. Um, but I I'm strongly thinking to myself. I don't want to get myself super hyped up and think that this match is gonna the be all is gonna be the be all end all. But I do strongly believe that these two women are gonna put on a show on Sunday. I hope so. I hope so because their match on their last their match last year in Phoenix was stellar. It was 
easily the not easily, but I strongly believe that it was the best women's match on the main roster. You actually thought that it was the best overall women's match of the year. I it it was the best women's match in pro wrestling in 2019. I I had it high up there. I did I I obviously was a little bit more higher on Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler, which was a great match. Which was a great match in itself. But I agree. You know, the, universally it was acclaimed. Becky and Becky and Oscar went for it all last year, and it was fantastic. Other than the little hiccup of Be- of Becky's uh, leotard kind of ripping apart, which is obviously the reason why she's changed her in ring uh, uniform. That was the match that had her change that. Yes. actually, did she come out in that gear for WrestleMania too? Uh, was it after WrestleMania she changed her gear to what she's wearing no, now? No, no, actually WrestleMania she it. was rocking. The okay, she, yeah, okay. She I actually knew, had I knew that it was for elimination cha- for either elimination chamber or for Fastlane as well. Okay, yeah, I knew that it was that time period. Mm-hmm. So. But that being said, I'm going to go with Becky because I think that okay. Becky needs to hold it until WrestleMania and then potentially lose it who I think, to who I think may win the Rumble. So I, love I the genuinely idea. believe that these two ladies are going to go ahead and slay the game. So, so I love the idea that I proposed of uh, somebody always being your kryptonite and the triangle of uh, Asuka being Becky's kryptonite, Charlotte being Asuka's kryptonite, and Becky being Charlotte's kryptonite. Yep. I love that idea. I, I agree with you 100%. But they won't do it. They've already committed to Becky Lynch having her reign be this long. They did the short little thing with Becky Two Belts. That didn't last very long. Which wasn't, it, would never, it was never meant to. No, but for those of you that bought those shirts, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> um, same, same with the people who bought the... Uh, AJY2J shirts, and then they broke up, and there was that feud. I can't believe they sold those suckers. I can. Whatever they can sell, they will make money Dicks. on. Just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. By the way, to the best of my knowledge, Chris Jericho has still not lost a segment that he's been on TV. That is amazing. That is amazing. That is shouldn't really stellar. Surprise you. Again, no, it shouldn't it surprise you, but you would think that at some point NXT will get one over on him. Then they most likely will. But AEW's done a very good job of switching up where Jericho comes in on the show. They're smart. He doesn't always open. He doesn't always close. You know why? Sometimes he's in the middle of the show. Would you like to know why? Because I guarantee you, Cody, Kenny, Nick, and Matt the do Bucks. not do. Yeah, the Bucks do not have creative control over that. I guarantee you, the person who's calling the shots of when Jericho's coming out, probably Jericho, is Chris Jericho himself, mm-hmm. and. You know, we always give credit to Triple H being an amazing booker, which he is. Chris For Jericho the most is, part. Yeah. Chris Jericho is also a very good booker. A very good booker. They've already stuck with it this long. They need to just ride this out and have her be the champion going into WrestleMania, mm-hmm. having her hold the title for 364 days, whatever it is. And then she'll lose, which means that she's going to get her win back and beat Asuka. I expect this to be a very good match. I, but you I know expect what, this match to be 15 to 20 minutes again. Me too. I would love to go ahead and see the rubber match when it's all said and done. So would I. Really? And I think it also needs to be for a title. However, in that instance, maybe Oscar I could see Oscar being the champion. Yeah, depending, like over the summertime? Sure. I see that happening. Yeah. If they want to go that route. Yeah. Because, I mean, to me, Becky's still going to hold her place even when she loses the title. Sure. You know? But for now, uh, Becky is retaining and going into, well, I presume we're going to have one women's chamber match. Yes. I don't know if we're going to have two. In fact, in fact, if I were to do it, I would do one men's with half raw, half SmackDown guys mm-hmm. and 
a women's one with half half Raw, half SmackDown gals. Yeah. I don't need to see a tag team elimination chamber match this year. I don't. It's too many guys or too many gals. Oh, I last understand year's tag doing... team title match for the, in the elimination chamber match was actually very fun. I understand yeah. that, but when in doubt, and again, and that, that was also was, different. It was the first one, and it was. I get it. Yeah. But as a norm, I don't need to see tag team titles being defended. It's it's just double the people. people. It's double people. the chaos. There's not enough room. It's just too much. Yes. So. Although, shout out to the ladies last year who actually like no performed doubt. a very good Absolutely yeah. no doubt. And by the way, unfortunately, since then, those belts are jokes now. I had to remember that Asuka and Kyrie Sane are the champions. Although, I feel like they've done a little bit better with Kyrie and Sane and Asuka. Yes. But but uh, for the most part, those belts have been jokes. True. They they really, and I love the Iconics, but they really went down when they gave them to the Iconics, which is really sad. But that's not their fault because they never put them on TV. It's true. At least with Alexa Bliss and Nixie, Nikki Cross, they actually brought back a little bit more into it. And then Asuka and Kyrie Sane have kind of held it at that same plateau. Yeah. That being said... We're talking Women's Royal Rumble next. All right, so just before we start, as of this moment, there are four ladies. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and my favorite, announced via Twitter, Sarah Logan. I love Sarah Logan. I know you do, but... I love the, I, I love the Riot Squad. Don't announce it on Twitter. I know. Uh, okay, so there are only four names. Although there are some people that we think are going to be in it, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Sasha's probably going to be in it. I would love, even though, I would love for this to be as a surprise entrant. If she's ready, yeah. Ruby Riot. Oh, yes. That'd be great. Absolutely. Lana and Liv Morgan are probably going to be in the Rumble. I can almost guarantee they're going to be in the Rumble. Right. Because we're getting to that point where even though there's a lot of talent, mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can tell you right now, there's going to be a lot of NXT gals in this match. Oh, Tony Storm, I, if she, she, she's not winning Saturday. So I can totally see Tony Storm in the Rumble. I could see Rhea Ripley in the Rumble. NXT, you think so? You think I do. That? I do. Big name. She's been put on TV and yeah, pay-per-views. Yeah, she's as NXT a, Women's Champion, though. I, okay. Do you think... Do you think there's a shot Kaylee Ray, the UK champion, is going to be in the Rumble? I, I do. I do think that, but I think that Rhea Ripley is holding a different regard. What I'm saying is I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they put her in the Rumble and have her have a very strong showing. Mm. Not win, but have a strong showing. You're right. Pretty, actually, didn't she, wasn't she in the Rumble last year? She was. Right. She, she kicked ass in last year's Rumble. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rhea Ripley. Now, you may be right in that they may just keep her out of it. Mm-hmm. You may be absolutely right. Maybe somebody, maybe an NXT gal wins it and says, I'm going to challenge you at WrestleMania for the NXT women's title. Sure. Even though NXT Tampa's taking place the night before. Or perhaps an NXT gal will win and she'll be like, um, I'm challenging this. somebody this is, on Raw I, I or I found SmackDown. it very interesting that, uh, so you remember how Sm- how Raw was presented by, WW- by, excuse me, by Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? The Rumble's only being presented by Raw and SmackDown. I do find that very interesting. I don't know. So maybe you might be right, and they might have Rhea Ripley be in the Rumble, even though she's the NXT Women's Champion. You never know. True. But. So um, I think we could safely assume we think Shayna Baszler is going to be in the Rumble. I think that is a big reason why she was in that Rumble battle or in that, in that Battle Royal for the number one contendership. 
to be like, oh, here she is in a battle royal setting, which is what the Royal Rumble is. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty safe that Shayna Baszler is going to be in it. A bunch of NXT people, a bunch of SmackDown people, a bunch of Raw people. Yeah. Obviously. Especially now that there's three brands. Mm-hmm. There's lots of possibilities. So, the tough part, especially with these Rumble, this, these two matches are legitimately the hardest matches to pick all year. Except last year, it was pretty easy. But even then, like, we didn't know Becky was going to be in the Rumble. She had a title match that night. It's true. We, we got lucky on that and one. And by the way, even though Seth Rollins was in the match, not everybody was picking Seth Rollins to win the match. That's true. People were... People were picking Strowman. Absolutely. Yeah. And there were a couple other people that were high up too. So it's not like the 99 Rumble where it's like, well, it's either going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin or McMahon. By the way, if you go back and watch that Rumble, the talent in that Rumble, yikes. Yikes of how bad it is. Yes. But then you watch the 02 Rumble and you're like, damn. What I'm saying is yeah. that there's... Complete turnaround. There's just... First of all, the 99 one I can kind of defend because they literally had the entire Rumble around one storyline. Yes. The Rumble where Triple H eliminated Roman Reigns and won the title, the entire Rumble was one storyline. Yes. It was, let's screw over Roman Reigns. Yes. Like, I get that. This Rumble does not have that. I agree. And I realize we're not even to the men's one yet. We're still at the women's one. So I guess what I'm saying is, is there a person on the list that's listed that you like, or is it an unnamed person in this list that you're going which by the way the other looming factor for this match is ronda rousey is she showing up is she even going to be back is she not showing up to wrestlemania you know like no one knows where ronda rousey's showing up so do you pick her to win and hope she shows up do you pick one of these other people that may or may not be in the match i mean right now if you're picking if you're picking the the safe bet it's shana and even then, that's I not even, even think that safe. Charlotte's I think Charlotte's a safer pick. Safer. I think Charlotte's safer, yeah. All right, so go ahead. Here's that was my thing. No, no, that no. was my setup. I know, because it's just it's so tricky. Here's the thing. Charlotte winning, okay, what does that what? You get Charlotte versus Becky for the nine hundredth time? I don't want to see that. And I damn sure don't want to see Charlotte versus Bailey. Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley? That's different, but why would you lower Charlotte to the NXT ranks? You wouldn't. You would exactly. You wouldn't. Exactly. You wouldn't. Right. So, so we're gonna have Charlotte Becky seven thousand. <laughs> I'm just saying. By the way, that's not a. That's not, honestly. Yeah. As a safe match at WrestleMania, it's not a bad choice. Yeah, I know, but what can they do? What can they do to make it stellar? Not a lot. There's well, not a lot that they can go ahead and do to make it stellar. You're probably right. You know? I'm just saying that that's a very WWE thing to do and go, we really don't have a great idea. Let's just put two people that work really well together in the ring. Ross, I'm just going to – I don't give a damn anymore. Are you picking Sarah Logan? Hot <laughs> damn. I'm proud of you. I'm just right? kidding. No, no. In all sincerity, I love Charlotte Flair. You know this. And you, you actually made she's a really good – She's the best. She's the best of all time. You made a really good point last – a couple of weeks ago, you said that, you know – What's one thing that Charlotte hasn't done yet? Win the Women's Royal Rumble. What of course, there's only do? been two of them, but yeah. Yes, but it's the greatest women's wrestler of all time is yet to win the Women's the women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Sure is. I'm not going that route. That's fair. I think most people would agree with you. Yeah. 
because because the timing's not right. Yes. Now, who does that leave? That leaves Shay Shay. That leaves Sasha. That leaves Alexa. That leaves, you know, Carmella could be considered a favorite. She'll most likely be in the Rumble, um, considering the fact that she was also number 30 last year. Um, Rhea Ripley might actually be a, might, uh, might do some stuff. Um, depending on whether or not Lacey loses to Bailey, Lacey might even be in the Rumble herself. Natty. I'm going to be a, looking like a dumb dumb if this doesn't come to fruition. Ross, I think she's going to show up. I think she shows up on Sunday. Who are we speaking of? I, 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 I am, I, I told you this last month when we discussed this after we had our sabbatical, our two week sabbatical that you and I didn't really contact each other because we were. Enjoying the holidays. We took our break for the end of 2019 holidays, and we kind of hit the reset button. That is correct. That also meant that we took a break from each other, even though we missed each other dearly. Sure. I love you too, man. I know. I'm just kidding. I told you Rhonda was going to show up at the Rumble then. Mm -hmm. I haven't let go of it. I was talking with Wrestling With Respect on Instagram today, and she was saying that Shayna is the one to win the Rumble. I told her that is not the logical choice. There is another. I'm going Ronda. I'm going Ronda Rousey to win the 2020 Royal Rumble. It's bold. I know it's bold. And it's it's asinine almost. Because if she doesn't... I'm going to look like a dumbass. If she doesn't no. show up in Houston on Sunday, I'm going to look like a dumbass. Okay. In fairness, I like where your head's at. Listen, we they've never... been talking about the rematch for a year. Well, to be fair... The, the, the match that never even happened. We've never had Ronda versus Becky in a one-on-one match. Because of Nia Jax. At this moment in time, this match is actually bigger than it was in 2018. Like, 10 times bigger. <laughs> to the po- to where Becky has gotten to in the last year and a half, mm-hmm. this is actually bigger, bigger than Charlotte versus Ronda at Survivor Series. Easily. Easily. Who have I been saying on this show? Without hesitation. Has been probably the best heel in wrestling. Shayna Baszler. You've been saying that for a year. How many times have I said that Shayna Baszler pretty much impresses me every week? Uh, You say that every week. How many times have I said that in order for Shayna Baszler to be the character and the combatant that they are building her to be? She needs to hold the title for a while. You said that every week. And then I said, as soon as they find somebody to beat her. Which they did. She needs to immediately go to Raw or SmackDown and start dominating there. You said that up until the day that she lost the title to Rhea Ripley. So. So you're not steering away from that point. I like your idea. Mm -hmm. I do. I really do. It's 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 out there though. It's really out there. However, I, I honestly think that Ronda's really enjoying making her YouTube videos and hanging out at her ranch. I think Survivor Series was a light bulb moment for WWE problem on with, multiple fronts. The problem with that though, as much as I love where you're going with that, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the problem with, that I have with that was I'm not 100% sure that they had as much chemistry as they wanted them to have between the two of them. 
look. And that's that plays a factor because you want a good match. I think they think they see money and Becky with a versus Becky versus Baszler feud. I think you're right. Because, again... I just see more money with Becky and Ronda. Again, I, I like where you're at. Mm. I do. But I think with what happened at Survivor Series, with what has happened over the past year, which, by the way, did anybody expect Shayna Baszler when she came out of the tournament, the the tournament where she lost to Kyrie Sane? The name is escaping me right now. Oh, the, the May Young Classic. Classic. Thank yeah. you. Did anybody expect? Because, by the way, Kyrie Sane, people knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shayna Baszler was Ronda Rousey's friend. Yeah. Did anybody expect Shayna Baszler to be in the position she's in today? That's true. I don't know if many people would say that. I don't think Shayna Baszler even expected that, to be honest. And by the way, who won the match at Survivor Series in the main event? It was Shayna Baszler. Okay. So, one of the best heels in wrestling, mm-hmm. one of the best female competitors in all of wrestling right now, right? Gets a big win over your main event champion that you've been building for a year. She moves, even though you have three brands that are all, quote unquote, main roster. She has nothing left to do in NXT. Move her to Raw. That's why I think Shayna Baszler is walking out at the Royal Rumble, doing her little swagger, and everybody's like, oh, crap. Shayna Baszler's in this match. We're screwed. I think she's winning. And I, I think, think that's the match, a good pick. I, I think that's probably the more logical pick that people should go with. Now, if you were a betting man or a betting gal, don't go with what I'm telling you. Mine is fantasy booking. He's going logical. Now, I'll tell you another idea before we go to the men's rumble. Mm-hmm. I actually just thought of this. Let's say Baszler comes out. Mm-hmm. She's dominating people. Ronda's music hits. You just read my mind. Now, I would do the opposite of what people think. I would think, oh, Ronda's back. She wants to, you know, she really wants to be in the match. And her and Baszler dominate everybody because they're friends. And then Baszler goes, yoink, over the top rope. Oh, eliminates, eliminates Ronda? Her. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd, and Ronda's I'd, like, I'd be all for that. what are you doing? I'd be all for that. So you get Ronda back. She's still going to come back at WrestleMania in some capacity. She doesn't have to be for a belt. In fact, when was the last time her and Charlotte wrestled one-on-one? Survivor Series 18. You could do that match again. Doesn't even have to be Hell, for a title. Hell, you could do actually Becky versus Ronda not for the title. True story. And I would be all about that match. True story. Actually, it would be a moneymaker because mm-hmm. it's a grudge match. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what does WCW call it? Oh, it's grudge match, right? In a grudge match. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you're it's, going Shayna. It's still better than the, instead of triple threat, the... Uh, the uh, three-way? Three-way dance. Jeez. Or or triple threat theater. Stop. Remember that? I do. So I'm picking uh, Big Bad Shaney B. And I'm going Ronnie. I think those are both solid picks. Uh, this Watch Charlotte win. <laughs> 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 in fact, in fact... Watch Charlotte eliminate both of them. I'd be pissed. I'd be done. 
I love Charlotte. That is our first difference. I'm not surprised that it took us this long because actually this card is, uh, I wouldn't say straightforward. The Rumbles aren't. No. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I don't think we're going to agree on the on the men's Rumble either. Because I actually don't have a winner written down yet because I can't figure it out. So, okay, so we move on to the men's, and this is we're, we're going to try and cut it short, but we do want to give some good analysis. To let you know who is involved currently, we've got 22 of 30 entrants named. We've got Roman. Obviously, Brock is number one. AJ, Eric, Rowan, Randy Orton, Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias, Corbin is in it. Ziggler is in it. Otis and Tucker are in it. Rusev, Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and uh, my boy Samoa Joe. All announced for the Men's Royal Rumble. Joe, 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 Joe. Now. However, I am happy to announce none of these men announced they're in the Rumble via Twitter. Shout out to Sarah Logan. Somehow, some way, somebody will announce via Twitter. No it's, way, Jose. God, no I hope not. Way. Actually, Jose. by the way. Before we get into this, I fully expect R-Truth to be number two. <laughs> because somehow, uh, some way. he's not declared, though. Somehow, some way. <laughs> he undeclared. He will trick himself into getting back into the Rumble. There will be a vignette in the show. That would be great. Where he's backstage that and somehow great. somebody hears him talking about the Rumble and yeah. they're like, you're in it. By the way, actually, I have a legitimate question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think what's main eventing to, uh, Sunday this time? Do you think the personally? I think the men's is. You think so? Okay, I do. Right. Now the reason I say that is because Brock's on the show, and I realize that Brock, Brock isn't is main eventing. Yes, he's in the Rumble. He is starting the Rumble. Yeah, and even though I could see the women's Rumble closing the show, actually the men's closed the show last year, did it, it did, not? Yeah, but the year before that was the women. I have a feeling that I don't think the men's rumble's opening the show, especially especially since in my in my perfect scenario, Corbin and Roman start the show. Well, it would be no point if the men open the show and then all these other matches happen after they were involved. In the I rumble. agree, which is why I think I've the men's is closing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no! Clearly, your boy Sheamus and Shorty G are uh, main event in the show. Absolutely. Right? This is uh, like you think the women's is a toss up. This is a toss up right here. Look, I can tell you who's a favorite right now. Brock is a favorite. Roman's a favorite. AJ's a favorite. Randy Orton's a favorite. McIntyre's a favorite. Uh, I think Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens are considered favorites. I think Rollins can be considered a favorite. I think Aleister Black is as a dark horse. Buddy Murphy's a, a, a dark horse. Lashley should be considered a dark horse in this match. Um. After his interaction with Brock Lesnar on Monday night, Ricochet could even be considered an actual dark horse in this match. Um, don't be surprised if Andrade ends up being in this match as well, of course. Um, probably a couple of the NXT guys might be involved. You might see Balor. You might see Gargano. You might see Champa. Might be some of the guys from the U. How many NXT guys were Let's see. Gargano was in it last year. Yeah. Ricochet was in it last Pete year. Dunn was in it last year. Yes, he was. Yeah. Ooh. Could Walter, Black? Be, could Walter be in it this Ooh, year? Ooh, that would be really fun. That could be very fun. There have been articles that have said Walter should eliminate Brock Lesnar. <sighs> that would be impressive, wouldn't it? I agree. 
That would be really impressive. And yet I don't think that's going to happen. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. But that would be really impressive. Clearly it'll be our truth <laughs> Hey, our truth versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania has a... Oh, uh, no. I'm sorry. If we're asking for a money match at WrestleMania, without hesitation, our truth versus Paul Heyman. <laughs> I'm, not in the, I'm not even in the match! All right. That promo... It's gold. That promo, as of this moment, what? I guarantee you will be in the top five by the end of the year. Yes. Okay. That being said. That's bold, by the way, because no, we still have 11 months to go. It's great. I that's love how that good promo. I never get sick of watching it. Strowman is also should uh, also should be considered a favorite in this match. Does he get the big show treatment, though, because he's so big and he should be a favorite in all these type of matches? No, I think just his performances in the last couple of Rumbles should give him that distinction regardless. Can we please have him not, or can we please have him eliminate people not named Colin Jost? Fair. And Michael I'll tell, Okay, I'll, I'll say this right now. I don't think Seth Rollins is winning. I don't see him repeating. Neither do I. So, I, I lo- I, I, it would be really interesting, but I don't see it. Clearly, uh, Aka Marezar is a favorite of mine. <laughs> Clearly. A-O-P. Um, Okay, over the past few months, I was saying KO was a huge favorite of mine. You did say that. Have you gotten off that train? Unfortunately, I think I have. Not because I don't want to, but because I was forced to in the sense of, like, they really really cooled him off. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens. That's all I think of now. Yeah, but they really cooled him off, though, and I, it's it's uh, very unsatisfying. Very unsatisfying. I'm with you. Uh, I think Samoa Joe has entered the conversation, but not quite as deep as other people that I'm about, that I'm looking at right now. I don't see AJ winning. He's a heel. He's not going to face off Brock Lesnar, who is a heel, unless he has a baby face turned out of nowhere, and it'd be half-assed. You know what? I will say this. I could totally see Jinder Mahal showing up at the Rumble. He's not going to win, but I could totally see him coming back because I think he's almost cleared. That'll be really exciting to see Jinder Mahal back. It's been a while since we've seen Jinder Mahal. Um, The person who I've been on high on the last, like, three weeks... I'm just going to go with it. No, but it doesn't really make any sense. I don't know if he's I don't know if they're ready to do this with him. I don't I'll tell you this right now. Brock Lesnar's not winning the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar is not going to win the Royal that Rumble. That would be a massive surprise. It would be a massive. If he just starts at one and just wins. It would be massive and it would also be really controversial. I would agree. And I don't see him winning it. I also I genuinely do not see Roman Reigns winning this Royal Rumble. I don't see Randy Orton winning. The, there's no reason for Randy Orton to be a three-time Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves KO, Joe, McIntyre, Black. I don't see Strowman winning the Rumble. Forgive me, because I know it's yeah. crazy, because I watch these shows every week. Strowman is on which show again? Uh, SmackDown. <laughs> if you if you actually look at the uh, Wikipedia page, it says where each person announced they're, um, they're entering the Rumble. Yes. Yeah. I um, always feel like Braun Strowman should be a Raw guy. Even though I've actually kind of liked him on SmackDown. I think he's been great on SmackDown. I think he's been uh, much fresher. Can we please put a belt on this man? I don't care what it is. I think he's going to end up beating Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title relatively soon. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm fully on board with this, actually. So, my heart tells me Samoa Joe, but I'm not going to go with Samoa Joe. 
Not going to go with him. As much as I would love to go with Samoa Joe, I'm not going to go with Samoa Joe. Now, I will give you this credit. Mm. They have booked Samoa Joe pretty well since he's come back from injury. Hey, you know what? It does marvels when you actually book a baby face correctly. Well, it also helps when you have a heel factory that, you know, beat him up and True. Make him actually and Seth, look by the way, good. shout out to Seth Rollins, who's doing a great job as a heel right now. Hey, shout out to AOP for actually being like a nice little unit. And by yeah. the way, I'm 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 fully on board with the Buddy Murphy thing. Me too. Not not Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins being the tag team champ. In fact, once odd. again, it would have made way more sense for the AOP to win and have Buddy Murphy screw over the Viking Raiders and help AOP win. Agreed. It would have made much more sense. Agreed. But I actually am okay with this group yes. so far. All right, Ross. I'm I'm going to do it. I hope I'm right. I'd love to be right. I'm going Drew McIntyre. I'm picking Drew McIntyre to win the men's Royal Rumble match this year. Drew McIntyre, just I said it at the Money in the Bank preview show last year when we did it. Strap the rocket on, Toy Story style. Let's go. Drew McIntyre is getting over massively. He's going to get a massive pop in Houston. People are going to enjoy getting seeing others get their heads claymored off. Mm-hmm. This man is doing something. And it's making a difference. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton put him over for a reason. AJ Styles put him over for a reason. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre is is no joke. My, I would I would love it for it be for it to be Samoa Jones or Ke- Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens. Would love for it to. And by the way, if I'm wrong about Drew McIntyre, it better be Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens, especially Samoa Joe. But I think Drew McIntyre has got to be the most logical choice in all of this, man. I really do think that. I like that pick a lot. I do. I really do. I love Drew McIntyre. I've loved Drew McIntyre pretty much since the whole Vince McMahon chosen one thing. And then they squabbled that. He went to Impact. Actually, he went on the independent scene, got jacked. Went to Impact, stayed jacked, was a world champion, came back, and uh, the guy's awesome. I really hope that he becomes a world champion one day. Hell, I hope he becomes an Intercontinental title again, wins the Intercontinental title again. That'd be awesome. I loved his run with Dolph Ziggler as the tag team champions. That's still one of the best tag team matches of the last decade. Damn right it is. Those two versus Rollins and Ambrose. Amazing match. Amazing match. Love it. Loved those times. Zigzag into the Claymore. Oh! Amazing. Unreal how that how good that move is. But you have to think whoever wins the Royal Rumble, it has to be a big time main event level match at WrestleMania. I hate that I'm this guy. You're going Roman Reigns. I hate that I'm this guy. But he has one of the coolest stories in WWE right now. He has one of the coolest stories in professional wrestling history. If you're talking who I think. He's also one of the greatest Royal Rumble competitors of all time. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And, and you've been building him this year, not as the superhuman big dog, Mm -hmm. 
but as you've a guy, been building him as a guy, a guy who came back from a career threatening, uh, from a life altering thing. And I as much that. as Sorry. people have lessened the hate for him, and as much as people want to never see him in the main event again, and there are those people. Mm-hmm. I know there are people that are not going to accept that this man would wrestle the Fiend at WrestleMania for the Universal title. I understand that. But this guy is not going to never be a main eventer. I'm sorry. He's too good. He's too good. You can call him the next John Cena. I don't care. The guy continuously gets better. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, all the jokes about the promos or him being stale in the ring, which people have said. They're out of their minds. Have you not watched Roman Reigns match recently? I'm sorry. You want me to pick somebody that's going to main event to WrestleMania that's a big name that people can get behind, that he can do the media tour, the whole pomp and circumstance. And it people d- it believe, helps that he's related to The Rock. And people believe, and by the way, there are people, including myself, that are over the fiend. I'm over it. Are you? I'm over it. Okay. The red light crap. Like, yeah, it's had its run. Okay? And I get the whole fiend needs to keep the title. I never would have given him the title that early into that run. I agree. I would have treated him like, again, my third WCW reference of the night. I would have treated him like Crow Sting. For a year, he pops up, he's spooky, he attacks people, he goes away. So then you like the idea of potentially Roman and Daniel Bryan over Roman and the Fiend. I I know you do. I know you prefer that match way more than Roman and the Fiend. I do. Yeah. However. It's not going to happen. If you're going to pick the babyface to beat the creepy Fiend and people buy it. It's got to be Roman Reigns, yeah. My 2020 Royal Rumble winner is Roman Reigns. By the way, for those of you wondering, Drew McIntyre, me having him win the Rumble, I would have him face Brock Lesnar. I didn't mention that. And by the way, I would love if I'm wrong. I would love Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar being the main event of WrestleMania in Tampa. I would love that. I don't think they're ready for it. I don't think they are. And I love Drew McIntyre. I really do. Yeah, I know. But if you're asking me to pick a WWE main event for WrestleMania in Tampa in the year 2020, well, I would pick The Fiend Roman's versus Roman a, Reigns. Roman's a Florida Florida guy, too. He is from Florida. He's a Georgia Tech alum, but he is from Florida. Him and the Usos are, well, I'm sorry, the Usos reside in San Francisco, but they all grew up in Florida. He comes back battling cancer. Yep. I mean, that's a guy. I, 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 I like where your head's at. I, it makes sense. It's the story. I, I just feel like they could use the Elimination Chamber match for that. But, hey, I'm not. It's cool with me, too. It's and, by cool the way, me. they can use the Chamber match to set up who's facing Brock. Honestly, if, or, you, don't, if you don't have if mm-hmm. you don't have McIntyre win the Rumble, mm-hmm. and then either have. He could just Mac- win the Chamber. He could win the Chamber or have Samoa Joe win the Chamber. One of the two. That way you have even more allure to, well, Brock Lesnar lost the Rumble, but the Rumble winner's not facing him. And you can have him come out on TV the next night 
the Raw after the Rumble, be like, well, we lost, but in my case, Roman's facing Bray Wyatt. Well, who's going to challenge us now? And then you can have R-Truth come out again. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I'm picking Roman Reigns. Let's do a quick recap of our picks. We have both picked Sheamus to beat Shorty G. We both have Bailey uh, Bailey beating Lacey Evans to uh, defend her SmackDown Women's title. We have Andrade retaining the United States Championship over Umberto Carrillo. We have uh, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, retaining his universal title over Daniel Bryan in the strap match. We both have Becky Lynch retaining her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. We both have Roman uh, Baron Corbin beating Roman Reigns. Yes, we do. You have Ronda Rousey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. I have Shayna Baszler. You have Drew McIntyre, and I have the Big Dog, Roman Reigns, winning the Men's Royal Rumble. That is going to do it for our preview and prediction show. Next show, which will be a week from now, will be our Royal Rumble review show. Will be our review show. And then, as a nice little teaser, we're actually going to have a slightly different show the following week. There's enough of a gap between Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber. And NXT TakeOver Portland. Yes. We're going to have a little special we're actually going to have a special guest. In studio. In studio with us. Be bitching. We'll give you uh, more details next week. Uh, but it's going to be a little different. We're not going to have our usual type of show. Uh, we are going to talk wrestling, but we're going to talk about a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we're probably going to talk some popular culture in that show. I think that's going to be a thing. Uh, and so, again, a little bit different, but we like to do different things on this show. Try different double things. double turn podcast, and we do cool things, bro. Double Turn Podcast on Instagram, one and only JMan19, Ross the Robots85, Boss Ross TDT on Twitter. You can find our show on. Are you going to be live tweeting on Sunday, bro? That is the plan. You better. You have to, I don't know what to do with you anymore. That is the plan. <laughs> we may actually be, uh, actually, did we decide if we're watching the Rumble together or not? I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. I forgot. Yeah. We may have to do WrestleMania, though. WrestleMania will definitely be done. It may have to happen. Yes. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breako, Breaker, hmm. Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Castbox, Castbox, and of course Anchor. Sweet. Got Got that dude, all I'm done. so freaking proud of you right now. I've only done the show for over a year. What can I say? For the J Man, I'm Boss Ross, and we will catch you on the flip side. Enjoy the rumble.